and we're back. Salt of the Street podcast. Salt of the Street. What is this? Ep- we're gonna we'll, we'll call it episode four, even though you might just think that it's episode three. Yeah, or three or one, whatever. <coughs> it's one it's, of the first. It's ones. one of the beginning episodes. Today is Saturday, March tenth. It's one thirty fucking nine in the afternoon. Boom. And Got a little delayed due to some technicalities. But, yes, but that's what podcasting is all about, yeah, man. That's we, why we all. That's why we have pre-shows. It's good stuff. So, yeah, it's been a week, man. How you been? What you been up to? I've been good. So this week, been having troubles with my car. Right. Yes. Got the retrofit part for my ignition. Put that shit in there in like forty-five minutes all by myself. Bang that motherfucker out. I felt great about it. Right. Um. Also. I got something that I just I just want to touch on, right? Just that okay. I kind of start with, and then because I don't want. Um, no, regarding something else that happened to me this week, Uh-oh. right? Word. So it's a good thing. It's like an inspirational thing, almost, right? I so, love inspiration. So I sent episode two, right? That really good episode that we did. Yeah, the good one. The, right. I thought it was really good. I sent that one to Trenton, right? My best oh, friend Trenton. Word. He's he, he's currently in Japan for work. Digging right? it. Really lonely. Spending a lot of time by himself, spending a lot of time drinking, right? You got to go to them love motels, bro. He's got a girlfriend, bro. Oh my god! Oh, that's true. That's true. I just touched one of these books with this joint. That's fine. We'll, um, we'll so, hit it in post. So I so so I sent it to Trenton, and he is like he he couldn't care any less about anything. Yeah. Other than politics, he he just couldn't. You know, he is he is definitely a twenty-two-year-old. Like current day that just doesn't give a fuck, yeah. right? He's just he's trying to get by. Working for the government, he's making money, you know, so he's just doing right. And so yeah. working for the man. So he texts me. First of all, said that he was actually listening to our podcast. That's right? dope. That's pretty dope. And the first thing that he says to me is he said, Here, I'll even read this fucking conversation with you. Work. Okay. Because it, it was that good. Pull that shit like, up. Yeah. This is going to make me feel good about myself, it, isn't it? <laughs> yes. So he says to me, right, out of nowhere, that he's so mad because he can't figure out how to, like, turn the podcast on or, like, get it to, oh. get it to play because I sent it through Google and, yeah. and all the drive and whatever. Uh, and so so he figures it out, right? And then he texts me and he, out of nowhere, and he says, I feel like no matter what, the definition, I feel like no matter the definition of the Second Amendment, things like public public shootings or school shootings won't stop. Maybe be lessened possibly, but there will always be a way for those things to happen. For sure, people can have an opinion in guns or whatever. Wow. Floored, bro. Because I have never had anywhere near to... When I'm upset with Trenton, Uh to try and have a conversation with him is literally to have a conversation with a brick wall. Like, he will say nothing at all. Will totally (laughs) shut down. So, to have an actual conversation about, like, his, his feelings... Or, you know, like, his opinion on something was, yeah. was fucking weird. And like, to have that come out after listening to the podcast? Yes. Because that is ultimately what we want. Yes. Right? We want to start that conversation with people that that don't usually yeah. participate in that conversation. So so this made me happy to begin with, right? Just Word. that this I'm happened. jazzed right now. And the, the best thing, right? Because that's not even the best thing about what happened, oh, right? We talked about this for a long time. We get to a point where, you know... We're talking, we're like, well, there, eventually there needs to be some type of compromise, you know? And I said to him, I said, mm-hmm. on this issue, I don't think it's going to be a 50-50 compromise, right? No. It's going to be 60-40 because, because the people 
that are super far on the left that want all the guns to be taken away will never be happy because that's no. not ever going to be a thing. Nope. Right? So it's going to be a 60-40 in favor of, of people who are in who are in favor of guns, right? Yeah. Which is fine because that's how this one's going to sit. You know, yeah. that's how it has it's, to yeah. sit it's for, have for, to. The, for the good of everybody. That's yep. how it has to sit, right? So, and so he says, he's like, I don't think, you know, that that's fully possible and and uh, and I, I, I said I think that that's totally true, you know. And I said said I also I also think that that all the money that is that is in politics, but this issue politically, like this issue particularly, is a problem. Like this, like muddies the waters even more. You know, now, is that is he like talking about because it's like Second Amendment rights and I like said that to shootings? him. That's okay. what I said to him. That yeah, I yeah. feel like it's. I mean, I said. But is that what you mean by like money in the waters? How it's not? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. because I mean because it's money in politics. You know, right now the conversation is on the NRA because it's about guns. But I, yeah. I told them, but I don't agree with corporate money in politics really at all. Period. You know, right now the discussion is about the NRA. So I will tell you, I'm not in favor of that. But I also would tell you, I'm not in favor of Walmart giving anybody money either. You know, no. or any other fucking company. Exactly. I don't. I don't think that that's right. You know. Yeah. So that's just the example. And I told them, I said that's just the example right now. Right. The thing that he said that really floors me is he says, I'm not that involved to accurately comment on what you just said, to be honest. Oh. What, like, the one thing that you and I have been talking about for, like, the whole time that we've been really talking like this is, like, it's okay. Well, one of the big things is it's okay to just say you don't know. Exactly. To to come to a point where you're, like, listen. Dude, I can't stop smiling. I don't, you know, like, Like, I I don't, I don't have enough personal knowledge on this to to continue like with this factual conversation all i can do is tell you how i feel about it you know which is fine that's fine if you like but you have to be honest about that right like what's not okay is when you start talking out of your ass yeah and i can't do that and i can't lead a debate with feelings-based ideas yes because they're i would say feelings-based facts but obviously there's not facts (laughs) right yeah um yeah but that that actually kind of reminds me of a conversation I had with somebody a couple of weeks ago. Hardcore, you know, uh, I don't want to call her a lefty because she's not a lefty, but, a, you know, a Bernie bro, mm-hmm. but it's a Bernie chick. Yeah. And, uh, you know, awesome chick. Um, but her views on guns are completely opposite of mine. Were. Some backwards shit. Yeah. Were being the key word. Because I wanted to have this kind of test conversation with her. It was. You know, I wanted to make sure like some of my ideas could convince her otherwise. I think you were telling me about that last time. I don't okay, know if these yeah, people yeah, yeah. know about it, so definitely we're, continue. Cause, oh, especially because, yeah, that, <laughs> that last whether, episode. Whether or not well, they'll know. But that um, last episode was fucked yeah, audio-wise, it, it, so that's why we say that. It was one of those things that I... It was kind of a thing that I had from... It's an idea I got from watching Louderworth Crowder. Yes. Uh, Steven Crowder has these these little videos on youtube that he does and they're like change my mind videos yes have you seen one of those i have not watched them but i am interested i have a hard time with stephen crapper because there's some arrogance and there's some there condescension is a lot and, of yeah. arrogance on yeah. the and, and i just, yeah you know what i'm saying the, i totally get that but anyways that one idea, thing with the with the immigrants and the that was tough I've actually, you know, what's funny because i got kicked off of crowder for a while <laughs> yeah because i think it was about the same time and then I don't know. I just I gave him another chance the other day, and everything was good because we were talking about something else. Yeah. And now that the gun debate is going on, he's a huge gun guy. Yes. He loves him some guns. Giant gun. It's advocate. one of the only podcasts I know that is uh, protected by Walter. Walter, yeah. P- you know, the gun company. 
But fucking uh, Jason still. Jason Stapleton has. If you've you ever watched, like he does YouTube also. Oh no, he has a gun. No, on he doesn't his, really. Yeah, he does. Oh, I couldn't tell you what kind it is. But it's Go got like, he's got like a pistol on. It's probably a Glock or something. Oh, work. Yeah, I think it. Hmm. Actually, I'm trying to remember back when I used to listen to a show. If I think Glock was a, a one of his sponsors, maybe I haven't listened to him in a long time. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. But I mean, he does a very good show. I just. He yeah. says a lot of shit that isn't true sometimes. That I feel like, yeah. is factually inaccurate. Yeah. That's what happens when you get into that hardcore libertarian world. There's some things that kind of, you know, I don't know, views that get a little weird. You know, stuff like, I don't think we should have, like, driver's licenses. And it gets weird when you go super hardcore uh, libertarian, which he is. <laughs> I mean, he's a free market absolutist. Why shouldn't public, edu- why shouldn't public education be free market? Why shouldn't my kid get a better education than you just because you have less money? Duh. What? Well, it's just... Now, (laughs) I think because you and I both think that that's how it would work out. You know, of course, we don't know that because nobody would know. But he is... He assumes the other. He assumes that... I think he assumes that people are, I don't know, better than maybe we think they are. Because he's assuming (laughs) that people are going to go out there and be like, hey, I can make money. Well, actually, maybe it's a greed thing. Is that's kind of what I go to? It's like, I just assume that, like, I don't know. I don't think most people are good. Deep, deep, deep down, I think some of them just. Well, I don't say. I don't want to say that. Actually, I take that back. Mm-hmm. Most people want to be good. Yeah, but I don't think everybody really is good all the time. There's a lot of people that get in that very successful people, especially because it takes a lot to like climb that ladder. You know, and fight that corporate world. Yes. Like, you kind of got to be one of those people that is airs on the side of greediness. You know, nothing against no, definitely. You know, CEOs and all that. But, but, yeah. But going back to the guns. Yes, sorry. <laughs> how we got there. But, uh, but yeah, I had this conversation uh, with this girl because I wanted to, uh, I wanted to see if I could change her mind on some things by presenting facts in a certain way and mm-hmm. giving it a kind of going at it like a like a debate right but it it was more of a conversation but you had to use debate tactics to change someone's mind sometimes you do yeah but yeah i just started talking about uh i started asking her what she knew about the ar-15 mm-hmm. and that got into you know the first thing everybody asks is you know what what does ar stand for an AR-15. And most people would say, oh, well, it stands for assault rifle. It's like, well, no, pause button. Guess what? It doesn't. It stands for Armalite, the name of the company, the name of the creators of the, uh, I think the original design. But, uh, so I started there and then we kind of went into like, well, tell me what else you know about the AR-15. Well, let's, let's, what do you know about assault rifles? Quote, yeah. unquote. Assault and that style. Weapons. Assault style. It's like, well, what is an assault style? It's like, well, and they, you know, she didn't do this because she's way too smart to do this, to fall for that kind of thing. But she, I think she seems like she's too smart. She is. <laughs> yeah, she's ridiculously smart. She's also like my unofficial editor. I send her a lot of my She's pretty stuff. cool. Almost yeah. won the fantasy league. Fuck my, you. Yeah. FYI. That's my best friend's fiance. Yep. Super stoked. Came about in that. first year fantasy league. Almost fucking won. Yeah. Just fuck you. Swept almost. Yep. Jordan's over there giving her the finger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantasy. I love it. But yeah, it was, I mean, I just tried out a couple different tactics. Um, 
conversational debate, maybe we can call it. And then I, I feel like between her, her fiance, my best friend, he's a huge gun guy, loves, you know, loves his second amendment rights and loves to exercise them. And between his input and, you know, the conversational facts and stuff that I brought up, I I think we, we kind of helped change her, her mind into at least maybe because we ultimately were talking about school shootings and how guns will, you know, how the gun debate will change school shootings. Yes. And I ultimately convinced her, I think, that guns weren't the main problem maybe we should be looking at when it comes to school shootings. Yes. You know, I think, I mean, yeah, because we talked about it last time, but I'll bring it up again. I think my, in my mind, uh, I don't think we should be talking about guns when we talk about school shootings. Because if you really step back you say, okay, you know, let's say, you know, a mass shooting happens, something like that. You're obviously, why are you going to start talking about the the weapon the person chose instead of like the person that went in there to go do this? And I think that's ultimately where our conversation needs to be is around what makes someone a mass, like capable of a mass shooting like that. Yeah. Or just capable, you know, and that goes hand in hand with capable of things like murder. So... But it was a good, interesting conversation. And I like to think that, you know, made kind of like that Trenton talk, it's we made progress with with someone. You know? It that was yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that that's really good, especially from what I have from what I have heard about your friend, you know. Oh yeah. Like that's that's real um well, it's progress, like, you know, yeah. like if that's like, you know, that's some real, people wouldn't yeah, be happy with the use of that word, but I see that that, you know, yeah, I see that. Cer- I mean, it's certainly from your perspective. That's real fucking progress. I like, feel kind of, kind of what it is, is it feels like standing in the center and being able to, to grab out at mm-hmm. one of your friends that's kind of on the extreme ends of ideologic, you know, grounds. Yeah. And be able to pull them back a little bit closer to the center. And I think that's ultimately what we should all be trying to do with our conversation about politics and hot button issues and stuff. But yeah, man, it feels good because it don't like there's a sense of accomplishment, but it's not like, oh, I got her. You know, it's like, you know, I brought someone else, you know, into the fold. Yes. You know, kind of showed her where the door was to the intellectual dark web getting in there. <laughs> intellectual dark web. Let's get it. Yeah, that's like. My favorite thing in the world now. I can't stop talking about the idea of, the, you know, trademark uh, Eric Weinstein. Yeah. Uh, but I think he was the one that ultimately coined the phrase in an intellectual dark web, which is just another like, hey, we're the, we're the people stuck in the political middle, you know? Yeah. Some but, people would call that a buzzword, Colin. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have something in particular that you want to start with? Oh, dude, I got so much I want to talk about. Okay. But, I don't know. Let's, uh, let's see. What's So, the biggest thing going on right now with, like, if you turn on CNN, well, probably not CNN, bad example. If you turn on most mainstream news, <laughs> yeah. CNN's probably Russia, but everyone else is probably talking tariffs right now. Because tariffs yes. is muy importante. And thank you. Oh, what was it called? I got to look at my notes now. The, uh. I pulled an. Uh, I have. Act was that? I have an article pulled up about uh, motherfucking Gary Cohn. Oh, Gary! I love Gary Cohn. Gary Cohn leaving. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the 
the Trade Act of 2002. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it took place during the 107th Congress, 107th Congress of the United States. 107. Uh, yeah, which was back in 2002. But uh, it gave the president the power to individually handle trade negotiations as long as it had a basis in national security. National security. Yep. And it's like, guys, you know, the president's talking about doing all this crazy economic stuff. And, you know, even if it if it's split like 50-50, which on tariffs, I don't think it is. I think it's more probably 60-40, maybe 70-30, maybe. I don't know. But... Like, no one else has a say in it. It's all just Trump dog millionaire could do what he wants yeah. because of this, you know, to the Trade Act of 2002. Well, and that's exactly More power why, to the executive, right? Why do we have that? That's exactly why, sorry, one of the things um, started talking at me. Oh. Um, well, that's exactly why Gary Cohn left. Yeah. Because there's not really anything that anybody can do about well, it. Like, if I remember right, he wasn't... Yeah, he he like just resigned, right? Like Friday, something like that. But there's Let's been ever see. since the the tariff the, or the the tariff talk has been going on. Yeah, like there's always been the rumors, like, well, he's gonna quit. He's gonna quit. I pulled up. I think he finally quit the other this day. This CNN article is from Wednesday, March seventh. Oh, and they see um, this is how you know this is true. Yeah, it's a CNN article. Well, well okay. So <laughs> to be honest, I pulled up the CNN article because you only get so many. Per day from the New York Times. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so I wanted to save those for other ones <laughs> yeah, because that makes sense. I knew that this would be a little bit biased, but at least would be like, well, yeah, this is the day that he left, and this is yeah. Pretty when it comes much like wide. this, they're gonna know so. every single detail about that because <laughs> right. they think it's gonna push their narrative. Right. But that's why I say like it's CNN article, but I, in this particular article, I would probably trust it. It says that the White House say, announced it on Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday. That would have been I don't know, one of the single digits. Yes. Cohn, who had been rumored just two weeks ago as a potential next chief of staff, will leave the White House in the wake of his fierce disagreement with the president's decision to impose tariffs on steel and aluminum imports. CNN.com. CNN.com. You know, I feel like I read that, the exact article. That headline sounds very familiar. Yes. And it's, that is, that is the very, it's the second paragraph. Um, And so the tariffs, Donald Trump said, are 25% on steel Steel, and 10% on aluminum, right? Yeah. And from what I have heard, right, from what I have (laughs) gathered, yes, is that it, well, first of all, Justin Trudeau was really pissed. Right. Of course he was. He was super, super mad. And then I am pretty sure. NAFTA. There's a reason he's pissed. And then I'm pretty sure that I heard this morning. I listened to a minute briefing from the Wall Street Journal, which is a really sweet podcast. It's literally it's it's less than two minutes long, That's and dope. it comes out three times a day, and so it's just yeah. This, there's a bunch you know, of a, a bunch of the Wall Street Journal ones, but yeah, yes, we'll talk afterwards. Uh, yeah, but this one's talked. This one's called Minute Briefing, right? That one's okay. really cool, and I'm pretty certain that that they said that they were going to be, and I'll looked that up at some point mm-hmm. um that they were going to be issuing some type of waiver to mexico and canada yep mexico um, and canada got them yes yeah, they, so that the, they yeah could. that's the last update because i was looking at this yesterday and the last updates that i was reading like the latest stories um yeah exempted uh, canada and china or not yes. china canada <laughs> and mexico well and so the weird thing right was that it's funny he he exempts them but really because of nafta he can't 
And so now he's, oh, I'm just going to, we're going to exempt. Yes. Them. Like, well, duh. Well, and, and the interesting thing that I found was that he continues to talk about China, right? And yeah. like the steel and all this stuff. But China produces what, like 10% of the world's steel now? Like, well, it's, I don't know about. It's a, it's a smaller fraction. Um, well, I don't I think, remember. The 107th they... Congress, just, just, just to be legitimate was yeah. you were correct it was okay. january 3rd 2001 to january 3rd 2003 gotcha. so you said 2002 you're yeah. perfect it's right and i even have the page number right of the legislature that they wrote up about the, the you know the actual trade act and if anybody wants to fact check page 117 china Boom. world Steel. i got the statistics right here bro i can't oh. prepare oh shit so for 2016 china yes. produced 49.6 percent oh, of the world's steel oh, production. Oh, yep. But, and see, this is, I have a theory about this whole thing. I don't know if you would count it amongst conspiracy theorists, but um, we only import, like, the percentage of steel that we import, the overall 100%, we, 2.2% of that in 2017 was from China. We're, so that's where so I that's made it. up this number. Yeah. And, uh, and then what's funny is we have, uh, Canada and Mexico are yes. two main, you know, you think they're our two main trade partners, right? Well, Canada is, um, as of 2017, Canada, we imported 16.1% of our steel from Canada. And then Mexico, we imported 9% last year. So they're in the top five. Mm -hmm. Canada's number one. And believe it or not, if you had to guess, what's the second highest country that we import steel from? Like what's what's the what's the country that's got the most steel or the second most steel that we import? Oh fuck! Um, Wild guess, because I was blown away. You're not gonna guess it. No, and it's so either way, it's gonna make me sound dumb. Brazil, uh, Brazil, yeah, Brazil number two, but they don't, of course, because this study was about Canada and Mexico and stuff. They don't get numbers. Yeah, but Brazil and South Korea and South are, Korea. Yeah, so that's two and three, and. So think about what's going on in South Korea right now. You you think it's a good time to be pissing off South Korea with uh, some some tariffs? Right. Really? Let's look at geopolitics here. Right. But this is why that's kind of why I come to my little conclusion in my theory, which I'm pretty sure. I feel like I, I feel like Donald Trump's the type of guy that would do this, but like he used he gets upset at Chinese steel. Because I'm pretty sure he probably bought a shit ton of it because it was mad cheap. <laughs> and then he got fucked over because, like, yeah, they were like, you know, they quality check, whatever. It's like, oh, well, you can't build with that. It's inferior or something yeah. like that. So I bet you it's a personal vendetta from, like, back in his building days. I so, think that's, but that's my guess. what's going on here. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense. When you look at the numbers, 2.2%. That's your biggest problem. I guess maybe because <clears throat> they're the number one producer globally. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's pissed, but like I don't know. Well, I don't it also feel like that's Amer that wouldn't be an American first thing, right? Know? Speaking of the geopolitical implications of, um, that's one of my favorite words. By geopolitical. the way, geopolitical. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, no geopolitical implications. So oh. I guess it's a phrase, right? Because it's stupid. Yeah. Words. Um, yeah. It it definitely makes me feel really smart when I get to like drop that actually use it and not yeah. just be like fucking by the way geopolitical implications would this and this no um but like like you were saying pissing off south korea right at the same time they're trying to like normalize relations between north korea and south korea yep. you know so that would Poked be a, a yeah a bad time to be shunning somebody who is 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, trying to do some work. Yeah, and who and who's about to get back and probably, you know, if they're going to normalize relations and, like, maybe one day let people go back and forth and shit. And, yeah. and the, Kim Jong-un is going to be talking to the president of South Korea and stuff. Like, there's... You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. a bad dude to be having Why the ear of somebody that off? you're pissing off, right? Yeah. Like, that's just not a good... Because no. maybe they're hanging out one day and Kim Jong-un's like, yo... America fucking sucks. We could totally like, figure this out. Doesn't bro. that don't aren't they so shitty? Like, dude, they did all this stuff, and President of South Korea is like, dude, America Word. does fucking kind of yeah. suck. Like, Come to my blue house. Yes, like the they, house. you know, they came and they, you know, all the mm-hmm. shits. It's harder for us to make money now. Can't be selling fucking steel places. Like, and well, the fact that we have that uh, anti missile defense system over there, we got a bunch of troops over there. Yes, and he's not a fan of that either. Yeah, like he. Because we were, like, bringing more anti-missile defense systems and stuff over there and installing new ones and whatnot. And then uh, when he took over the presidency after that big controversy they had in South Korea, uh, like, he was like, well, no, no more. We're, we're cutting that down. Yeah. And, you know, so it's like, oh, hey, let's piss off the guy that's probably not already happy at us. Yeah. When we're when they're talking to our biggest enemy. Yeah, that's a bad idea right there. Yeah, bad idea. Right. What are you gonna do? That's yeah. What do you do? Thanks, you just sit Trump. back and you know, <laughs> buckle up, bro. Yeah. But, oh, uh, but yeah. That, I mean, that aside, like, see, that's just one geopolitical <laughs> singular. Just one. Yeah, that's just one. I mean, yeah. it's a big one, but it's it's just one. And you know, what's funny too. I was looking at uh, when you look at uh, how much the like the R percentage of imports between Canada and Mexico. And then you look at how much they produce on a global scale. Yeah. They're like two of the bottom. Mexico <laughs> Mexico provides the world with, I think, 12, what is that? One, 1.2%. Did you... And Canada is 0.8%. Did you say or do you have the numbers of like how much of their industry America consumes? Because that would be interesting Ooh. to know. No, I don't. Like, are we keeping their fucking steel Economy industries going? afloat, you know? Because if if so, then that could be one of those things that Trump is is talking about with NAFTA, you know? That yeah. He's like, we're just shelling out all this fucking money, you know? Which I, I, I don't that. fucking know, you know? Yeah, I, I have no idea, so that's not... I need not, to look that up. But that's, it's an interesting thought, you know? Yeah. It is certainly an interesting thought. I wonder. I have to. I'm gonna go home and look at that. Don't look. I wish we had a Jamie. Jamie, look that. Look that. <laughs> Don't shit look up. on Infowars or on Breitbart.com. Yeah, that would be a bit. Uh, <laughs> I, I had. So I don't usually read Breitbart. Yeah. You know, newsflash. I went there for the first time last week. It's I, a trip. Oh, it is a trip. And a half. <laughs> it is. Breitbart.com is so weird. It is a rabbit hole, bro. You can go down. That. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. It is insane. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, because I went up. I pulled up uh, something about that kid. Because uh, the wife and I were having a uh, interesting conversation about that that kid that's making the rounds on the conservative cycle, Kyle. Uh, yes. I can't remember his name. The one that Ben Shapiro loves. I don't. Well, I don't like. See, I got a problem. <laughs> I got a weird thing. Like all these, you know, even the David Hogg and or Hogue or whatever his name is, he's making the rounds and he's just doing like. He's got a career now for life, by the way. I think he's like he's supposed to be he for wants political to be like a activism. Well, I think just in um, oh, he wants to be like an anchor. Right. I think if I remember right, but but I just I have a thing about talking about these kids. Like I don't want to talk about them. Is that weird? 
I'm no. just like, I just don't feel like, no. I'm like, why are we talking about I gym? think that it's. I mean, I get maybe they have, I mean, what if, yeah. you know, there's a chance because of course it's not impossible, but there's a chance that one of those kids could just have an idea that's like, boom, that's the idea. You know, and who who would have thought it would have come well, out of sixteen year old hell? They have people are the saying they should rule. run for Congress and shit. No, no, we should let these we should let these seventeen year olds vote. Like we should let it. You know, we need to lower the voting age, and oh, these no. kids should be running for Congress. And and I don't agree with that. Like I, want to I smash don't. My head against. I the think wall. the thing that I do agree that Ben Shapiro said is like just because you've gone through a trauma doesn't make you an, an expert, expert. You know, like it certainly gives you a a valid fucking opinion on what's going on. Like it doesn't, you know, but. You're not the expert in what's going on here. No. So I and I just I think it's strange because to to put kids because last week when we talked I had a problem with Ben Shapiro f- shitting on the kids. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I just think that's fucking weird. It is weird. But I have I have come to understand. I still don't like it, but I have come to understand that if you are going to put the 17 year olds on TV, you are putting them in a position to probably be shit on by somebody else. Yeah, and I, but I just think that it's and that's like the you problem. said. I just think it's weird. It's I think it's yeah, weird exactly to be talking about them. I think that way. And it's, yeah, you know, and especially when you look at like mainstream media, the people that put them on CNN and even Fox News and all that. It's like, yes, guys, we know what you're doing. It's and it's disgusting because we know weird. you're just trying to get clicks. You're trying to get likes. You're you know, it's popular because it's a kid. You know, hearts and minds and all that. Yeah, but like. But then there's always that small percent, like, well, what if one of these kids got the answer? Well, you know, and they still have the answer in three years, exactly. Which sounds shitty, but that's but me, why there's that's yeah. why there's an age. That's why you have to be 35 or whatever to be president. You yeah, know? like, which, you, can you imagine? You that? have to be at least, you know, five years from now, I could be president at that age. That's messed up. Yeah, when I think now, but that makes it even worse to think about. You remember how it dumb you were when any, you were a kid? When you were like 16, I'm, yeah, you made like the greatest choices oh my on God. earth, right? Horrible. We all did. Like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> that was, I'm glad yeah, that nobody, I'm glad that nobody let me make a decision when I was 16. Exactly. Because now looking back, I'm like, that was horrible. Yeah. I, all I wanted to do was prove people wrong. That well, was it. You yeah. know, which I, mean, I every think. Every teenager knows everything. Yes. You know, and then. I'm I'm starting to get to the point, and you're lucky because you're younger than me. But like, <laughs> I'm starting to get to the point where, like, I realize, wait, 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 wait a minute. Pretty sure most of the things that I think, I need to rethink. Just to, I just need to go through, double check everything. Yeah. You know, check my my ideas and make sure this how is I got really... there. And yeah, and then that that leads you into philosophy, which leads you into the ultimately into the the bowels of the intellectual dark web <laughs> but yeah. but then you get in there then you're like wait a minute maybe i don't know i don't know anything anymore. maybe i don't know I'm shit done. I, I just i'm just gonna start trying to think this through i mean something something as simple and it makes it's great for the podcast because something as simple as like one story that pops up on your 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 iphone feed or whatever yeah that can lead me into a excuse me like a a four-hour-long dive down a rabbit hole, doing a ton of research and following this source, following that source. And yeah, there's so much he said, she said, from the left and from the right. And so yeah, I just want like the cold hard facts about this, so I can try to figure it out myself. And it's it's so hard to do now about yeah. one thing, the tariff thing, for example. 
luckily, well, I guess that's kind of a bad example because the tariff thing is it's pretty. Most articles that I've read um, usually have their stuff straight. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but then where they go with those kind of facts is something else. You know, some people think it's economic prosperity. Some people think it's the end of the fucking world. And then there's very few people that are like, well, I guess maybe we'll see what happens because, you know, what does a 25% tariff on steel coming from China do when it's only two and a half or 2.2%. So I don't know. Right. And I, you know, ultimately I think tariffs is a terrible idea. We don't need to be doing that. I want free market everything for the yeah. most part, but, uh, well, and his yeah. idea, he's, it's kind of, it's so the technically, right. The decision is based in national security, technically, but like technically that's where it comes from. But yeah. like, actually it's based in an attempt to revitalize the economy, right? Like his idea will be that we have to like buy more American. That's the idea. But yeah. But and I don't I, buy it, but... I don't... When I guess I don't... So the idea behind it is with the new money that people have, they should reinvest that into the... Tax more, plan? Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So... You, know, you get more money, so the idea is that you'll ultimately spend <laughs> which more Which is money. exactly what I said last week that I was doing. <laughs> exactly right. In the podcast, I know it'll hear. So, but that's... Yeah. So, so precisely, you have more money, and so you're probably going to save more money so that that can gain interest and then later yes. on that can grow into to more money that yeah. you'll ultimately spend on a you know big ticket item like a house down payment on a house whatever uh, but with tariffs it just ultimately anything that you steal or aluminum for like those industries are going to have to pay more right when you look at the numbers right and, and so yeah so we may get i saw some i wish i would have written it down but i don't know I didn't want to corroborate the number. Corroborate. Corroborate. There we go. But yeah, it was something like, generally speaking, it was, we're going to gain some jobs in the steel industry, apparently. That's the outlook. But well, and that's what the I jobs are going to lose in the rest of the economy? Yeah. Because how many things out there require steel? Well, I, I guess that's just what I was going to ask is like, one of the things that I've been hearing, and I guess I should look up what the percentages, but a lot of the steel industry is automated now. Yeah. You know? And so that's the thing that I don't get, like, is is with so much um, innovation, was, yeah, you that know. That was my argument for the coal it, problem. <laughs> yes. Why are we trying to do this with industries that we know are getting automated or, like, in the coal industry, or are just dying, dying out? Like, it's, which is fine. Like, that's a thing, right? And I don't remember what podcast I was listening to, Um but they were talking about fucking Kodak, right? Like they were they were using that as an example, Kodak cameras. Yeah. Right? Where they're like of an industry that just dies sometimes. Like and they're yep. like sometimes it just happens. Like at one point Kodak was making so much fucking money they're making stacks because everybody's buying film and cameras oh, and yeah. delivering shit. The film and, industry and having to develop it and because you're talking movies, too. And within 10 years, within 10 years of them being, like, at the height of their power, yeah. they're fucking gone. Yeah. Because it doesn't exist anymore. It's you so know? hard. The only thing like, you have is, like, uh, Polaroids that are kind of a, uh, they're just kind of a gimmick. 
yeah. type of thing. They're you know small niche market. People just have them. We know it's crap, but they're still fun. Even when I get and then photos, disposable cameras. Even when I get photos developed, they're from my iPhone that yeah. I fucking send to you know, just to a, wherever. Yeah, it's just like, a file that you print out yes. on a really nice printer somewhere. Oh well, we'll still send them to 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 Walgreens to Walgreens. Well, yeah, you know? but what is? It's um, just a, they have like a fifteen thousand dollar printer that you yeah, just, our friend Chad print. works there. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, that's all. It's no different. Shout than out to Chad P. Chad P. What's up? You met him. I did. He was at the draft. Oh yeah, he was. With, with draft. His, There's a lot. Did of he have his dreads draft. when he was at the draft, or did he shave his head? <gasps> he shaved his head. He did. I think it was like right. He after had, that. dude, the sweetest white boy dreads I ever seen. I swear that's to so God, funny. they were really legit. Yeah, I was really kind of sad. I understood because he needed to get a real job, but yeah, that's. Uh, I was that could be certainly, a certainly a little bit disappointed. An impediment, man. I can't talk today. That's all right, man. Hi, Peeny. It's this uh, delicious Elysian IPA I'm drinking right now. It's kind of yeah. just, you know, IPAs kind of generally dry your mouth out. Have you tried this one right here? The snail whatever? That's the new snail bones. You know, I have not. Thank you. It's really good. These are both from Elysian, it's too. Like, it's a lower percentage. Um, oh, shit. Never mind. It's 8.5. That's an Imperial. That's really good. I thought that it was like 5 something. Wow, that is money. Bert. Well, 8.5, I feel better about that. Yeah, Snowbones, Manic IPA series. It's, it's really good. That is good. That because one that I had it's yesterday. It's real mild for a, I, uh, an yes. Imperial. If that's um, an Imperial. I just I say that because it's 8%. I went, <clears throat> excuse me, I, we went to dinner with, or lunch with Jordan's grandma mm-hmm. um, and her sister and her cousin. Um, and that's where I had that Superfly. Superfly or is it Super Fuzz? Superfly. So Superfly, who makes that? That's from Silver City. Oh, um, and it's it's like Love Silver City. It almost looks like orange juice. It's so cloudy. Oh, and it yeah. that's was the new. Oh my god, that's like the new thing delicious. in IPAs. Yes, it so, was really good. Yeah. And f- for those of you that are new listeners, we're really into uh, craft brew, craft beers, micro brews, you know, shit like that. We There's in the so many. Northwest, and so many. So many. There. It's yeah. Every other town, there's like two breweries. Go and get a growler filled for twelve dollars with an IPA that's you know nine fucking percent or whatever. Like the monk's discretion that that's ten percent. Like, oh my god, dude! My hopes are that uh, that brewery specifically, Sound Brewery. uh, I hope that uh, they get kind of some more regional business, and then maybe some because I want more people to taste the deliciousness of deliciousness of monks and discretion you can buy it fantastic you can buy it at the merc down here oh monks and discretion the mercantile it's expensive you know it's like 10 bucks or whatever but yeah it's it's expensive everywhere how much is this 22 ounces is that what that is it's a uh, one pint 22 yeah 22 tall boy oh excuse me anyways we like beer. sorry yes this Um, is the one day a week i give myself to drink beer yes so Everything tastes magical. One of the things that I heard this week was on the motherfucking, the NPR political podcast, right? Yep. They have a political podcast they do twice a week. Um, that's pretty good. It's, I mean, it's NPR, you know, so yeah. you temper your, your whatever. But it's pretty good, like, factually. And they have their White House correspondent, Mara Liason. Um, she, like, is there for the press briefing and stuff like that. And she's on, I think, once a week. Oh, and cool. I really like her. Um she just asks really good questions when she gets to like when she gets a turn at, at Sarah that's what Sanders. A good reporter knows. Yeah, know how um, to ask the right questions. Yes, um, and that's pretty good. And so they were talking about how on the eighth, right, um, at the White House. So two days ago, so that would have been Thursday. 
they were having video game developers, the head of companies, go to the White House to talk about gun violence. No, we're not. Right? I got oh, they yeah. did, and so it was it was the developers, the makers of of Grand Theft Auto and Fallout. Good, right? Fallout, and, Bethesda. Okay, so Whatever. that's where I was like. What the fuck? Like, I get that it's, like, an ultra-violent video game, but it, you're also killing people with, like, weird, obscure weapons that you've made out of subatomic junk. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's trash that you've turned into, like... So, I'm gonna go ahead... And, I, and I've been growing up my whole goddamn life yeah. playing fucking video games, right? Exactly. And, and in the beginning, my mom wouldn't let me play video games with blood in them because she thought that it would... You know, she, like, had that concern because yeah. she was in that wave of, Seems of when that first came out, right? But I don't I don't know anybody, uh, and that's obviously not that huge of a sample size, but I don't know anybody or have heard anybody who knows anybody who's like, yeah, no, I know this kid who played too much Call of Duty, and he started killing people. Yeah, You know because, what I'm saying? That's because it's, like, 99.9% of people in the world <clears throat> that and don't, it doesn't do that. And it's not like it translates to real skill. You know, like you can be a super sick Call of Duty player, but that doesn't mean that you're going to actually be good at shooting a gun. Yeah, no. Like those aren't the same thing. And I don't, I don't That's, know. I just don't. It's the same idea with our Second Amendment talks. Yeah. This is, violent video games is not your. That is not. However, the you're thinking that this is a problem. It's yeah, not a problem. This is not the problem. The only reason you don't know that it's not a problem is because you know. You know nothing about video games. And I'm sorry, but unless you're not only, you know, it's not something to like sit down and play video games a little bit and understand what they are. No. You have to grow up in a culture that that grew up in video games like me and you. Like it doesn't matter. When I was a kid, I had a PlayStation or whatever. My buddy had a Nintendo and like. I mean, I was playing the old school NES back in the day. Oh, yeah. The but first thing that we had at home was a Super Nintendo. Oh, that man. That was the first system we had was a Super Nintendo. Yeah, and I, I missed that boat, man. I had oh, to, my I, like, God. skipped a generation. I got... <clears throat> but my wife's all about the Super Nintendo. I had a Ninja Turtles game for the Super Nintendo Word. that was fucking sick balls, dude. Well, so, that's my whole point <clears throat> is, like, Excuse you me. Can, how do you argue about a topic you know nothing about? I mean, there's, there's so much to learn about the development the release how these games are built and made and the storylines i mean yeah that's like ultimately i think most people that play video games these days and have an understanding of what they really are what they really are they they see video games as a form of art it's a giant yes. teamwork art project i it's insane <clears throat> how much talent you need to know how to make one of these yeah and especially to be a good seller that's why a lot of uh if just a go down a small little rabbit hole if you are one of those people that's in the video game industry if you if you like and play video games like you know the difference between like a triple a title and indie titles and how like lately the indie or the the triple a titles the big corporate mm -hmm. titles aren't so good anymore no because well i mean they're good in like all the visual aesthetics and all this stuff but when it comes to like storyline and character design and like all the stuff that that make you that invest that I don't know how to put it, but like make you invested in a game. Yes. Like that doesn't exist. So like you have the big shiny corporate piece of crap and then you have the small, you know, pixelated indie game that's super cool. But uh but that also that shows another disconnect just within the industry. So if you don't know that that disconnect exists, you have no right to talk about the video game industry period. Yeah. Because you just don't know enough <clears throat> to have an educated conversation.
That's ultimately what it comes down right. to. And I don't blame people for that because it is a heavily generational difference. And so, like, my grandparents, for example, they won't understand anything about video games. And they'll see, yeah, if they watch a clip of, like, Grand Theft Auto, yeah, <laughs> she's going to be mortified. They won't be impressed. <laughs> no. But that's because they don't know ultimately what it is. Yeah. And, you know, we don't have, like, that kind of perspective doesn't even <clears throat> cross my mind. You know, I say, if anything, you could probably argue that it's a good way to de-stress and not by just blowing people away. It's just right. by the act of playing a, a video game. It could be like a puzzle game. Still de-stressful. There's no difference between playing Tetris and playing Grand, Grand Theft Auto when it comes to like no. chilling out and stressing out. You know, just chilling. So, yeah, that's why I don't think that, you know, they can talk as much as they want. But we've had this conversation and we're just, let's go find that dead horse, right. unbury him and keep hitting him. Well, and, and speaking, like you said, generationally, right? My mom told me once that, and it was probably close to 10 years ago, that she she tried to play my PlayStation once, like after I fell asleep, oh, yeah. and couldn't figure out how to turn it on. Oh, yeah. Like, she just, she couldn't even, like, she turned it on and couldn't figure out how to change the TV to the input and whatever, and yeah. just gave up. You Those know? are like and, the skills <clears throat> that you don't know you're getting. Yes. And, Basic audio-visual skills. And she plays Tetris, right? But, like, that's it. And, and so, like you said, it's... It's something that you don't know anything about, right? So when she was here the other day, she came over and we like made some homemade pizza. It was really delicious. Mm. Um, and pizza. it was the the day that I fixed my ignition, right? Oh yeah. Um, and so we're sitting here and we were just talking to her about video games and all this stuff. And I was talking to her about The Last of Us, oh, right? yeah. which is masterpiece, po- possibly which my I still haven't played, possibly my favorite video game that that's, I've ever played. That's right? I hear that from and, so many people. And I told her. She's asking me why, and so I'm telling her, like, the general story behind it, you know, and all this stuff. And I said, and at the end, I said, I cried. Yeah. You know, and she said, what? Yeah. And I said, I said, because, I said, I said, because there's so much story behind it, and there's so much emotion. Like, I was like, it's an actual, it's like, it's almost like a movie. And there's so, I was like, there's a whole bunch of cutscenes. It's like, it takes you a long time to beat it. Yep. And there's a lot of, like, little technical stuff and, and it's like it's and a lot of character building yes it's like people yes. that cry when they read a book you get attached yeah. to a character and yeah. all this. so for people that really don't understand about video games i'm going to attempt to just kind of create what it feels like to a person to play a video game that's yeah invest in it it's like you remember those choose your own adventure books when we were kids did you read any of those i know no okay well there's a few yeah you'd like you'd be like reading this thing and it's like you know, there's like you're walking through a dungeon and this, you know, dragon comes up and it's all, you know, throwing a bunch of, you know, pretty words and all that. And then it's like, well, what do you want to do? And it's like, you know, if you do this, you know, if you run to your right, pay, turn to page 96. If you run to your left, turn to page 82. And so then you make a decision and then it changes the story. So it's, That's it's a, cool. and I think it's called second person narration, maybe. I can't remember, but choose your own adventure. The details and emotional, like, tug on your heartstrings attachment that you get with a really, really good book. Yeah. And the visual effects of a movie. And in The Last of Us, they are fucking... Yeah. The shit in The Last of Us is incredible. The graphics in that game are incredible. I mean, these are people that look like people enough that you you, you can... You don't lose any attachment. You can grow like fond of these people and yeah. care about what happens to them in the end, and you know that you're going to try to do your best. But ultimately, at the end of the story, 
you don't know what's going to happen. And Something not, will happen that you don't like, probably. And they're not gruff, annoying voices anymore. Like they're like actual good oh, yeah. voices, real voice you know? acting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's something else. Video There's, games are. Yeah. And my mom is, you know, and it's like I said, it's just nothing wrong with her, but she's yeah. so disconnected from it that she doesn't even know that that's where video games are. Yeah, like it's it is to the point that I'm a grown man now, and like the shit made me cry. Like I wasn't fucking sobbing, you know, but like mm-hmm. I dropped a couple of tears, and I was like, "Damn, like sure. that's that's fucking real, dog." Yeah. And that can and happen. Anybody with who's game. played it will know exactly what the fuck I'm talking yeah. about. When you get to the end, and they're all up on the See, fl- and they're all up on the cliff and shit. And he's got to he's got to tell her the truth, and he fucking lies to her, you know. Dude, break my heart. And you're like, oh, oh my god, oh no, god. man, yeah, oh, oh dude, it's dude. something else. Yeah, I bet it's like, and that's not an uncommon theme, you know. That's well, to and another like just a little side note. There's a there's an indie game that uh, I got from my wife a while ago, and it it's all it's like a little two D side scroller, so you run from one edge of the screen to the other. Um, but it's based in World War Two or World War One, sorry, and it's about this. I mean, the story behind it is so heartbreaking and it's so real. Yeah, and it was like this this small family that got torn apart because of the war, and you know this guy's daughter's husband goes off to war and he fights and stuff, and then the father ends up joining as like a medic or something like that, and he's got this you know runs across. You eventually get like a faithful dog companion and stuff. So you're like you're, the, you're like this that. lady's father. You know, a medic in World War One, you know, running through the trenches with your dog, trying to save people, and you're ultimately trying to find like uh, your daughter's husband. But it, it turns out like he's in the he got drafted in the German army, yeah. and they're in the French, and he goes through this whole thing. And there's a whole bunch of like you know factual historical stuff they throw out for like cutscenes. Yeah. But I mean, the whole thing is so it tears your heart apart, man. It's so deep, and it's a fucking video game <laughs> and at the end it's, of it because i was i was just watching my wife play it right and yeah at the end of it dude i was i got teary-eyed and i was like dude this is you, i mean there's movies out there that you right. couldn't do this in a it's movie like a well good enough fucking movie man yeah. it's like a really good movie but that all that's just a glimpse at why you can't talk about video games unless you're unless you know that and unfortunately there's a generation gap and all the people that want to make decisions don't understand this stuff yeah and that's what makes and it I, really hard i suppose you could say right if you want to be as fair as possible that that this would be an attempt to do that right inviting these people the head of bethesda and the head of of rockstar right yeah that's you could make, look at it that like way i'm just yeah. just to be you know to There's be fair chance. like that's i that's just to be fair like that yeah. um I don't I don't I don't see it that way. I yeah. agree with you that I don't yeah, I think yeah, yeah. That, I think that this happens all the time that that video games have been like a common, you know, thing yeah. that people fucking blame when when violence shit happens and I don't think that there's and I could be wrong. I don't know. I've not done the research myself, but I don't think there's really any conclusive evidence that I'm that sure violent the, video yeah. games increase like violent tendencies things. in in young adults, yeah. you know, well, or young that, men, or young women, but I may be incorrect. I'm that's what I'm saying. I don't think. Right? I I but, would say that you're probably correct on that, but I think it's not. Why? Let's, I don't think it's. I got this computer right here. Let's well, do a little bit. See, of here's the thing. I I was going through uh, a Daily Wire article this morning. It was not written by Ben Shapiro, but it was one of his yes. his people on staff. And I have to say, I couldn't have disagreed more. Uh, and it was talking about 
Uh, it was talking about the violence in video games and that problem. And so the the point that he got to is that it's come down, because we've had this conversation before as a society. We've had this video game conversation a few times that we always come to the same conclusions. That video games do not, their causality doesn't equal, or correlation doesn't equal causality. But this guy tried to make a, he, he said that we all have our sets of facts that kind of lean to the side of, of both sides of the debate. There's facts that support, you know, video games making people violent. And there's, there's facts that support uh, video games don't make people violent. This is what, that's what he was claiming. And he went ultimately down a path that, what was the ultimate point? I'm going to have to pull up the article, I think. But it was, it was similar to the point that, uh, you know, you can't say that it doesn't affect you in some way. I said, well, prove to me that it does affect me some way. It's like, well, okay, just because I can't prove it doesn't mean you could prove it. Yeah. And it's and coming from the the Daily Wire, which is Ben Shapiro's publication, I was just I know they got a bunch of people on staff, but I didn't expect that. And I guess I could see that coming more from a like a Christian moral standpoint, you know. Like maybe it's just because violence is bad. But if you use that argument, then obviously then we were talking about all violent entertainment, period. So I just there's no water there in my mind. But I right. saw that this morning and I was like, come on coming from the daily wire you got to be a little better than that i think but because it was written as i mean it's a total opinion thing that's the whole thing you know, he wasn't strongly taken aside other than to say that well you can't prove that it doesn't have a, an effect on you it's like well maybe not but you can't prove that it does you know i maybe it's just the fact that i think that what i get out of it is better for me than if i didn't do it yeah you know it's a good way to de-stress for a lot of people, man. Well, and I don't think that I could, um, if I take a look at my behavior, you know, I don't think that I could no. in find any indicators that I thought were because of the video games that I had played. And I mean, I've been playing Call of Duty for a long time, yeah. you know, even yeah. when my mom wouldn't let me play video games with blood in them, I still played them at other people's houses. Oh, yeah. So. Well, and it's probably because I think... Those types of video games mostly, they revolve around competition. And that's why they're, I think, mostly male-dominated in their audiences because it's, I mean, that doesn't definitely isn't the case all the time, but I think they're predominantly populated by men, young right. men specifically. It's because young men like competition. Yeah. And this is a competition you get in that requires, I don't want to say very little skill, but very little physicality. Yeah. So it, the the bar, I mean, it's easy to walk through the door and participate. And there's a bunch of different levels you can participate in. You know, there's like novice leagues and, you know, all that stuff. Right. And so I could see why it's good for people and it's good for competition. It feeds that need, which I bet some people can argue are bad, you know, in societal consequences because they're less, what do you call it? Uh, yeah. I don't know. What are you looking at? Nothing. I'm saying boo to that. I don't agree. Oh, word. <laughs> you looked at the computer. I was like, what happened? Are we no. good? Okay. Yeah. No, everything is Ooh. fine. All right. 
so new it starts to get it's a little <laughs> no, man. No, no, we're good. But we're good. oh, but yeah. But anyways, Wi-Fi's being poopy. But yeah, I couldn't believe coming from Daily Wire. I didn't expect that. And then I kind of rethought it. I said, well, you know, because Ben Shapiro is very religiously conservative, I could see how that could be a, you know, a popular opinion area. Yeah. So it makes sense to me. But I had to I had to say something on Twitter about it. I was like, bro. Just don't agree with you. Yeah. I think you're looking at it wrong. I know. And like I said, I've not done the research myself, but I don't, I haven't seen any conclusive evidence as to, no. but, but I, now that will prompt me certainly to do more research this week, you know, um, yeah, <clears throat> maybe having to do with my descent or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah look uh, out on, uh, salt of the com for our descents. The descent. It's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. But it's funny. Cause I was, I was joking around the pre-show earlier, uh, how I already started the descent, uh, my descent for this week's conversation because it was something I definitely want to talk about, and uh, but we'll get there eventually. But I didn't. It's kind of funny how we started with Trump and tariffs, and now then we that got us to video games somehow. And the uh, well, because of Trump, I think, and then that got to the Trump meeting with Bethesda and Rockstar, which ultimately just to get to the end of that conversation. God, I hope <clears throat> they they don't bow down to pressure. Yeah, they I need haven't, to stand strong. I haven't especially looked, Rockstar. I haven't looked at anything since then. I just knew that that was happening. Yeah, um, but I mean, yeah, because especially when you look at Rockstar and Bethesda, they know what their fans want. Yeah, and at the end of the day, they're what I would classify AAA companies. They're not going to bow down to political pressure because that that won't affect their bottom line as much as pissing off all their fans. So that's ultimately where I think. I want to land on that one. It's just I just want to see what happens, and I hope that I can trust them not to not to fold to pressure. Well, but and there I was am... another piece of Trump news that I wanted to talk about, though. Yes, before we yeah, get off let's Trump. move on. Fucking video games. Let's yeah, right? move on. It's tough. Well, the other hard thing is, even though that like you and I love video games, I don't necessarily want to talk about them on this podcast so much all the time, just because I don't know. I don't want to alienate the audience at all you know like i really want to do another show where we talk about video games certainly we'll see what happens but um but yeah back to like i want to talk talk about trump one more time yes anything trump stormy daniels oh Oh, i just (laughs) i just talked to jordan about this today right and and i actually had a more enlightened not enlightened but a different view on it today right okay is that i thought i said to her I think that it's really interesting, right? And I say interesting because it's not a legal issue, right? Or at least, and now it is now that she's suing him. But, yeah. but like, legally he hasn't broken any laws by, like, having sex with this woman or, like, paying her to, like, not talk about it or, yeah. like, anything Quote like that. Unquote. Right. So it's just, like, a moral thing. And that's what I think is really interesting. Because I didn't really consider that before. I was like, this is so crazy. Like, he's, like, not that he's going down. I'm like, but this is a fucking big deal. But then I'm like, wait, a lot of people aren't going to give a shit about this. Because he didn't break any laws. He just cheated on his wife. Which is, I would never do. And that's not a good thing. I don't advocate for that. But there's a lot of people who, a lot of people don't give a fuck. People don't care right now. Especially the the hardcore Trumpians. Yes. They're just like, like, well, whatever, man. Just like when he said, grab her by the pussy. Like, it's... You know what I'm saying? If you that's, can live through that. That's a moral that's issue. It. You know, You're not a, it's a moral thing. That's like, do you think that that's like okay? You know, like no. it's not. Yeah, it's not okay in my mind. But different generation. I mean, you look at 
just because we didn't, I mean, we lived through it, but we weren't old enough to like realize it. But the Clinton Lewinsky. Right. Like, and that's what I said. I said, it's, well, I, I lived through it. I don't know about you. There's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of people who, who, when they talk about like JFK and they talk about Clinton, they're like, well, JFK, a big one. Too. Yeah. They're like, you know, so he, so he fucked Marilyn Monroe. Like, so he did a little bit of whatever. Like, who cares? You know, there's a lot of people who, who think that same way. So it's like, so who, so you can't even really talk shit. Like, well, if I you, think, if that's what you think about Bill Clinton or about, yeah, or about JFK, usually, if you're like, like, you know, shit happens. Like, it was a different time. It's fucking whatever. Like, in 40 years, it's probably going to be the same thing. You know? Well, yeah. I don't know about that. At least there are some people who fucking. The, when I go. I don't know. I think back to it. Well, because, yeah, that's definitely the way this is being looked at. And I know there was a bunch of people back then that looked at it that way. But I think uh, what it really comes down to is the generation that's kind of in that age period where we care about this stuff. What do we think about it? You know, because like the JFK thing. Yeah. That was a different mentality. Right. And then. Right. But I think. You know, these days, and you know, and I think you know who you could probably blame for this is like the the leftist agenda to kind of take away all the sacredness of like uh, a marriage and a partnership and all that and societal levels and make it so that like it's not taboo for people to sleep around before marriage and all this stuff. And I'm not going to say like I support it one way or the other, but yes, but it's interesting how that that societal change now that like. That more left mentality of freedom and, you know, free sexuality and stuff has, has really taken hold. And now the Democrats are all pissed off. All the leftists are all pissed off that, that's Trump, that Trump is saying these things. Well, they created a culture where we don't care about that. Yes. So that's their fault. And now they want to impeach him for it. It's, like, it's just kind of ironic and funny when you look at it that way. <laughs> and I don't know that... Because we, the morals still carry through. Yes. But I, but ultimately, our view at it, there's a reason we don't care, and like most of us don't care. Yeah. Because and I don't know know that. I don't (laughs) think we will. You know, I don't know that I think that he should be impeached over it. No. But I certainly don't agree with it. You know, and I also don't like. I saw in Philip DeFranco like he didn't sign the NDA. You know. Yeah. Presumably, so that if it ever came up, he could be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, I never that, signed and shit. And he's not named at all, and neither is she. <laughs> yes. And yeah, yeah. And I think literally he played this off so good. That's why I know he did it for sure. <laughs> Just because all the signs are there. It's like, okay, well, of course that's what he would do. He's you know he's smart enough to you know he's gone through that enough in his life. Yeah. He knows how to ha- you know to CYA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's definitely covering his ass. Yeah. But that's why, like, I go, well, of course he did it. Come on. It's all there. Of co- Those are all things people would do if they were trying to hide it. Yeah. And there's, it's not like you can, I don't know, hold it against him. He's just good at it. And if you don't know that that means that he did it, then whatever. But, you know, because like I said, impeachment don't suspicious. have to. Hell yeah. Of course he did it. Come on, bro. And then the whole, like, lawyer paying her off and all that. Nobody gives was one hundred thirty thousand. One hundred thirty thousand dollars. I'm just gonna he's like a really good guy. Because I'm a really good dude and I'm a lawyer, so well, of course you can trust me. And then it came out that his lawyer used some type of Trump, like uh, email, right, like from the campaign or something, yeah, like yeah. during the interactions with this woman. So, so with Stormy Daniels, aka yeah. whatever or whatever her name is, aka yeah. dude. And you know what's really funny about it. 
Is it, yeah, P P and D D. Yeah, is that their initials? But what's but what with what's her real name? That's my. Over her real yeah. name? Yes. Yo, Jordan, jump on the... Yes, yeah, yeah you can name? come in here if you want to... Do you know her real name? No. Jordan Do you want to introduce yourself? One of our managers. This is my wife. She's a fantastic. She's the only She's reason this stuff the exists. Wi-Fi for us. That's why... Oh, that's I, dope. I was... I'm not to be rude. I was texting her. I said, will you do me a favor? And she said, <laughs> no. And that's why I looked at her like that. <laughs> it's, it's, she's going to reset the Wi-Fi for us. That's so funny. Well, thank you, George. It's being shitty. Thank you, She's honey. always hooking us up, making yeah. stuff happen. Do you want some water, Afi? Yeah, I think I will. Grab do you want another water. beer, too? I have a cold Super Fuzz in the fridge. Oh, please and thank you. Okay. More Super Fuzz is always good. Yeah, you chatting up. I'll grab some water. Word. Yeah. So, but yeah, ultimately, that was... Like, we're talking about Stormy Daniels and everything. And, yeah. Whether you think it's morally right or wrong, I'd be interested to hear. Because um, everybody's got a different look at it. I mean, I think... Yeah, especially when you take into the fact that Melania was pregnant. Oh, that just... Yes. Like, why does that make it more weird, you know? Because if it's going to... Cheating's still cheating. You know, he's still doing that. But, you know, Melania having a kid makes it even worse. You know, that just, I don't know. I just go, dude, super scumbag. I don't know how anybody can try to defend their actions against that, but he is from that generation. It was like that that hard 80s business, Wall Street, you know. Them dudes are always famous for, like, doing blow and just random ladies and just going to town Wolf of Wall Street style. And that's Baron, right? Baron Trump? Yeah, Baron. That poor kid, man. Can you imagine his life? insane he's got more money in his family than anyone could think of but i still feel bad for him yeah yeah i just don't know i just don't know about that kid you know which i mean did you think okay so fuck i wish that i could remember oh i it was probably was on ben shapiro when he was saying that chelsea clinton right was like saying that she wanted that she wanted to be left alone but that she also said that Ivanka Trump was fair game, right? And yeah, because she's, like, she's a public figure. And then he played the clip, right? And it said, she said, like, somebody who's working in the White House and who's going to be part of the administration. So, not that I don't, like, really agree with him. Because mm-hmm. if you're Hillary Clinton's daughter yeah, and you're any type of active with your mom, you are open to any type of what the you're fuck ever is going to yeah. be going on. You're definitely, yeah. Yes. You're the same way that in the sites. any Ivanka Trump, there is no reason that anybody should be not talking shit about her because she's working in the White House doing all the shits. So, yeah. like, it's so yeah, that's fuck you, bro. Yep, basically, I don't understand how that's a good thing, man. That's oh no, like, can we fix that right now? And her husband too. I think that yeah. not that I wouldn't love to work with my wife, but I don't work in the fucking government. That'd you know be what weird. I'm saying? I don't work in the White House. Well, like. Because it's a, like it's such a White House, you know, it's a White House administration gig. Like, yeah, I doubt they really ever even see each other half the time. You know what I mean? They're all out doing, you know, making moves, shaking hands, kissing babies, but overseeing the revitalization of the American economy or what the fuck yeah. ever jerk was in charge of. Oh, and bringing peace to the Middle East. Don't and forget that single handedly. Right? And the opioid crisis. And the opioid crisis, which BT dubs. Literally got way worse this year than it did last year. <laughs> it's not really going bad. anywhere. Shit is really bad. So out here. bad. But let's sit here and argue about pot laws, motherfuckers. Okay. You got legal heroin getting people 
into the black market. This week, I'll look up the numbers of how much money Washington has brought in in taxes because of weed. Because oh yeah, we because gotta find out. the shit that I buy in the store, right, is like pretty close to the same amount that it was when I bought it on the street. Oh, for real? Yeah, and half of it goes to taxes already. Like, yo, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You yeah. know, that's dope. It's fine. I'm I'm okay. Like, I have a problem fundamentally with like a sin tax on like weed and cigarettes and alcohol. I have a problem fundamentally, but when it comes really down to it, uh, take my money because I want a beer and I want to smoke and, yes. you know, I want to live the life that I want to live the way I want to live it. Yeah. But, so I'm still going to pay, but, you know, fuck you, I still think it's terrible. I don't think you should have a syntax, you know, that's some, that's some European type, you know, politics. We're America, we're not supposed to be Europe. You know, we should do our own thing. Right. I don't want to feel pressured because of, you know, the Western society across the sea is running things differently. Yeah. Just because we're all the West doesn't mean that we all have to be the same. You know, let America be America. Let Canada be Canada. Yeah. That's why Canada is so different from the United States. Because we don't, we don't want to sit there and like impose our views on Canada. You can think we do because we have, you know, we're the entertainment media hub of the world. But, you know, just because it's on and out there doesn't mean you need to listen to it or watch it. Right. You know, that's where that fucking when I think that we talked about this before, but like when I listen to I don't think you were working with me anymore. But when I listen to the heads of like Facebook and Twitter and stuff like and Google testify in front of Congress and they're like the Congress members are asking them, like, well, where's your responsibility in disseminating this information to people? And like, like telling them, you know, like what is and isn't right. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't be blocking shit that comes from the Russian government because that's not fucking cool, you yeah, know? But that shouldn't be their job. No. And the at the same time, yeah. that doesn't mean that it's not your responsibility to double check what the fuck you're reading instead of just assume that everything you see on Facebook is correct because yeah. that's fucking ignorant. It's Paul. It's called if, personal responsibility. And if you don't think that everything you see in the newspaper is real, then why would you think that everything you see on Facebook is real? Exactly. Why the fuck does that make any sense? Because yeah. it's on the internet? Yeah. That's when you stupid. grew up, what was that phrase that everybody used to tell you? Don't believe everything you see on TV. Don't believe everything you read. It's the same fucking you know? thing, man. But... Now that it's on the, you know, it's the internet. So, yes, you know, we now, don't, that rule doesn't apply anymore. No. I don't get it. I don't understand that. Like, and it's not like it's just older people or just younger people. Yeah. It's like a huge amount of just the people that live in this country that just believe whatever the fuck they read. Yeah. And I don't get that. I, I think it's a lot of things. Even but... in a book, you know, the fire and the fury people are oh, like, this dude, shit's wild as fuck. I can't believe that all this stuff is crazy. And I, I'm like, I'm not buying it. I'm Literally not buying the book until rumors. I know that the shit is real. And I have not heard anything but that that guy is a motherfucking liar. Yeah. So, and I wouldn't, like, specifically with the fire and fury thing, I actually thought about buying it just because, and even though I know it's BS, because I know it is, because it's already been, the, the majority of the book accusations have already been debunked and then <laughs> yeah. it's been it's it was revealed that like yeah this is mostly just you know Stephen bannon talking here it's like my time in trump via steve bannon written by michael wolf <laughs> but even then he denies some of that stuff too which yeah. is interesting but but anyways i would still buy it just for the fact i'd be curious what kind of stuff he was trying to 
what 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 kind of world was he trying to to create? Yes, <clears throat> but I didn't buy it because I'm you know I'm not gonna spend my money. The last thing I need is for him to have a bunch of more money. <laughs> you know, that's the problem with it. Just because I'm curious and I'd like, oh yeah, I'll buy it. It's kind of like uh, if I bought uh, Mein Kampf or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's like I would buy that now because I'm curious and I know that like Hitler's not gonna make money off of it, which is good. I, I would be curious to see who who does publish that, but just make sure they're not trying to. They're not some like white supremacist group that just puts it out there and publishes it. <laughs> yeah, you can put that out, man. But that's pretty funny. Anyways, um, it's a little dogs. Little dogs. I'm sorry it's if you like guys hear the little dogs outside. outside. What is going on? Is yeah. there a kid next door dying? Uh, no, they have two little dogs, and then Grandma upstairs has three little dogs. Oh yeah. And so every once in a while they see each other mm-hmm. and then they see Penny and Penny doesn't care. You know, she's a good dog, but yeah, your dog is like totally legit, but you wouldn't, you'd never know it, but the dog is like right here in the studio. You wouldn't even hear it. She's somewhere. Yeah. She might be outside, but yeah. But, uh, so okay. where do we else, where else do we want to go? Um, you know, like I really, really, we got to talk some like net neutrality related stuff. Yes. Because that's big. Yes. Big, 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 big. So before, because we just talked about Trump, I got one thing, and then I will talk to you about. Right. Net I love Trump talk all fucking day, it's, right? I, we could do this all day. So we didn't talk about this last time, um, but I want to talk about Donald Trump and Jeff Sessions, mm. right? And yeah, that's those fun. weird shit, right? And so if you don't know, I have a I have a Time Magazine article just to just so that we're not okay. on CNN, right? Just so that we're not. Um, and I don't know where, where CNN lies with that, right? So the tweet that, like, shot all the shit off, right? And this is, like, a picture of the tweet. Donald Trump said, Why is AG Jeff Sessions asking the Inspector General to investigate potentially massive FISA abuse? Will take forever, has no prosecutorial power, and already late with reports on Comey, etc. Isn't the IG an Obama guy? Why not use Justice Department lawyers? Disgraceful. So disgraceful. And this isn't the first time that he's talked shit about Jeff Sessions. No. Right? Which was it's so funny because that's his boy. Yes. And and then as and, soon and he just as, talks shit. As soon as Jeff Sessions recused himself from the investigation, Donald Trump turns around and he's like, Well, if I would have known he was gonna do that, I wouldn't have given him the job. Of course, yeah. That's because Which is sus, dog. Like that's really fucking suspicious. I just chalk it up to the fact that Donald Trump knows nothing about how government works. Yeah, that's really what I I think that's there. It's much more possible to to look at it that way in my mind. I just say I would have to err on the side of ignorance on this one because I think I just think as you know a nineteen eighties nineteen nineties you know super business developer dude. Uh, I don't think he really understands how a lot of this stuff works, you know. But uh, but yeah, anyways. Is there any more Donald Trump news that we we want to hit besides that? Um, no, I think that's I think it. I just I just yeah. wanted to. I just figured. I just I, think that was my two cents. You know, yeah. I just well, and I because if that like, was real, yes, that's super suspect and super scary. Yeah, you know, it's like well, what? But I don't think he knows how it works like that. That's I just when I look at him and like the stuff that he does, like with tariffs, yeah. it's like well, of course he doesn't understand what he's doing. He just he's acting ideologically and not logically he doesn't understand how this stuff works man it's like he didn't realize when he's going to impose all those tariffs that like 
no, you can't do that without affecting NAFTA and changing NAFTA. Well, I mean, which even at that, that's that still is like just another reason that even even if it's even if he said it because because he wanted Jeff Sessions to protect him, or if just because he didn't know that that's how it worked, right? Yeah. That's still either of those still, for me is a reason scared. that you shouldn't be in the fucking Oval Office. Like either I, one of those things. Like I agree with like, you. I think is that's fucking and I'm I totally agree with you, which is why I don't like him at being president at all. And I, we, I don't mind some of the stuff he's done, but the right. fact that he is, I'm like, well, he is. Well, well and, what, and okay. we and we agreed that when he like I think it was after we listened to the inauguration, right? We agreed like. Regardless of how we feel about him coming into this, like we are gonna leave it as is and just hope for the best. Yeah, and and I, so I I remember started I started from a zero point, right? And we talked last week about like the two things that I can that I can like give him in his favor, but there's been a lot of other things that's like I think that's a really terrible idea. Yeah, and I am in a not a good spot of like yeah I think this was a great idea. Yeah, no. you know. Like, and I don't, I just, I'm not saying I think that Hillary Clinton would have been better because I fucking don't, right? Yeah. I don't, because I don't trust her. That's apples and oranges. And I'll admit I voted for her because at the time I didn't even consider the fact that, oh, well, you can just not vote for either of them. Like, if you want to, you know, like, that's a, that's a real thing. I just didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know, you know, um, so whatever you know but i i still wasn't jordan and i sat there and voted together like on our you know in our mail and ballots and we both were like this feels terrible yep like this feels horrible for these to be the fucking options that i have on this yeah feels bad you know yeah that's kind of it kind of makes me wonder about the whole nature of modern politics and how it works and just because it's concerned been for it yeah i'm concerned it's, for it because it's just I, I don't think i don't think it can handle our modern world it's like the systems that were in place I mean, they were never built with of course a lot of things in mind you know but like this is a big one the social media the the podcast you know the the ability to talk to somebody in I could, I mean, you could be listening to my voice from literally anywhere on the world right now, anywhere in the world. And I don't think our, you know, our constitution, all this stuff, like nobody saw this coming. Yeah. Period. That was just never in anyone's mind. And it's just me, maybe, you know, might be time to just, I don't know. It's it's strange, man. It's really strange. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it because, you know, for the most part, everything works still pretty well. But there's man, stuff is coming. I just know, and I don't. Some I guess changes. I don't. I guess I don't as much think that, like, that it doesn't fit the current political climate. Just as like we're as much as we're just not doing it right, which well, I guess yeah. is just two different ways of because, saying the same thing, you know. Yeah. But, but that's what I think. You know, like uh, one of the things is just all the money in politics. You know, and that's that's that as you huge, said, that's a, it's so, a huge thing because it's. I think they were right. It's two different ways of saying the same thing. That money, that much money is just, that's part of the world. You know, people having that much money, and even if it's just a little amount of people, it's those people that are involved in that type of shit. Yeah. So it's natural because of where we're at for that to be a thing. It's like a natural, like global aristocracy. But I think that. In a way. 
but I also feel confident that it's natural for it to not stay that way. Well, we're right. Yeah. And so I nothing ever has. So so I don't think that it's even when it even when it comes to like like Rome and all that shit, Mm -hmm. it comes back to the same the same type of system. You know, and it's they're different. They're not the exact same. Like they're a little bit different. You know. So here's something to think about. What if you know? Because we think about well, what would be better than you know modern republicanism or republic democratic republicanism or whatever you want to call america or a democratic republic democratic republic right so maybe you know the the thing is like we didn't know a lot of the stuff's gonna be around so you know just of of course like democratic republics haven't been around forever and they've changed over time when you look at the evolution of rome and greece and western civilization and then you have this crazy new thing called America. Yes. And, you know, why is it so crazy to think that, like, the next thing, the next part, you know, who knows what we're going to call it, but the next evolution of dem- democratic republicanism, like, maybe the next evolution is, I don't know, but who knows, but maybe we're in the middle of that change. Yeah. You know, because everything evolves. And, you know, usually people come up and say, well, why... You know, why would it be so quick? Nothing has ever happened this quick in history like that. You know, it takes thousands of years, hundreds of years at the very, very quickest for systems to change. Technology, bro. Exactly. We are at a pace of change now that is Moore's exponential. Law, like we talked about. Moore's Law. Yeah, it's never yeah. going to stop. But that's... Every 18 months or in yeah. the, the speed or like the, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, I, don't, I don't remember but, what the fuck see, like, it says. I read yeah. it. And so, like, you have sense. a bunch of people with these crazy new ideas that come over here to think differently and set up this new nation and blah, 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 blah. What's to think that that mindset didn't continue to evolve and yeah. we're at the precipice of a new thing? We just, I hope that we make the right decisions in yeah. the new thing. But... That's why I have a hard time with like old school conservatives that like want to go back to the the good old days. Yeah, it's like man, this is the good old days, bro. Like, when was the last time that you lived? You can go retire in Arizona and still be able to see on a screen your grandkids every single day, no matter where you Whenever are in the you world. Want. Like, that's something that you couldn't have before. Yeah, you know, my grandparents have kids scatter, you know, grandkids and stuff scattered all over the globe, and. They can sit there on Skype now and talk to each other like, nobody ever thought about that. Nobody ever saw that coming. You know, maybe that one movie, 2001, Space Odyssey. Yeah. But for the most part, nobody saw that stuff coming. We weren't prepared for this. We just got to try to do our best and try to make good decisions as we go forward. You know, I'm not afraid to change the way we live life because I understand that, you know, 1940s conservatism won't work anymore. Due to all these different changes, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. That's we just got to be careful, man. That's why we. That's why the conversation is more important than ever right now. We have to have these conversations because we got to figure out what the what the best path forward is. Progress is inevitable, regardless. You know, you don't have to be a progressive to live through pro- progress. It's gonna happen. That's what. That's the nature of society. Yes. So the important thing is to. Sit back, think about stuff, try to put your best foot forward. Yeah. Anyways, that's the Trump talk. Trump talk. Yeah. 
Now I got to talk to you about net neutrality, bro. Yes. So there's some, there's been some crazy things. Um, and actually, I think before we segue, just so I can kind of keep you up to date, I know some people, I think at the beginning, it's going to be mostly people listening that are in Washington anyways. Mm-hmm. And so they'll be able to relate to it. But there's a couple pieces of uh, legislation that just got passed in Washington State because it was kind of the end of the the legislative cycle and they just do all their voting. Right. So just real quick, um, legislation that passed, um, there was a supplemental budget passed, of course, which basically just, you know, kept teachers on the payroll and kept government employees on the payroll until next time. Um, there was a, there was a new act enacted, uh, or a law enacted around police deadly force use. And it kind of, it changes the definition of a couple laws you know, removing the word uh, malice in uh, like situations where an officer, uh, there's an officer involved, you know, shooting and somebody's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the old legislation, read, you know, talked about whether the police officer had malice in that situation. Well, they deleted that and they, they redefined the terms of good faith that we talked about earlier in that legislation to replace that. And so it just changed some things to kind of make it, I think generally it was to make it more uh, so that cops were more, uh, what's the word? Liable. Yeah, liable, accountable. Accountable. Yeah, there's a lot of accountability, I think. Yeah. It's just that they tried to make it a little sharper to hold people accountable for right. you know, accidental shootings. Um, but net neutrality, Washington State was the first state in the nation to sign in a net neutrality bill. Governor Woo! Jay Inslee made that happen. And for those of you who don't like that, I know it's a it's a very mixed crowd when you're when you're looking at conservatives, but I think most Democrats think that's, that's a good some thing. important shit right there. Yeah, but we'll there's more to that. We have to talk about that later. <laughs> we'll come back to more net neutrality. But uh, yeah, Washington State uh, enacted a bump stock ban. Yes. Can't do that anymore. I saw that um, also. Yeah, I also have to, that written down here. Work. Yeah, it's it's that's what most people are doing. I think Florida just did the same thing this morning. I think too. that's great. Um, um, it's just it's yeah. I don't know. Not necessary to have those. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, I hey, thought you meant lost, you like Colin. Like it's obviously you know, <laughs> like when when we played paintball when I was younger. Like you used to practice like fast the, trigger pulls and yeah. stuff. It's like just whatever, man. Just go ahead and shoot a gun. If whatever. that's the case, yeah. Whatever. That's just me. But uh, even my gun people, like I got a lot of people in my family that love guns. I like guns. Uh, I don't have the money to like love guns because you got to have money to love guns. But, uh, you know, even my gun buddies just just like, well, I don't know why I would, why I would ever want one. It's like, it's just maybe not their thing. Maybe yeah. it's just a few people's thing. I don't know. In the road of gun legislation, right? Florida passed that gun law. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which okay, so my quote-unquote excitement over that, right, is yeah. not about the quality of the bill, right? But it's about what we talked about before. Yeah, we just got something that, passed. That this provides the opportunity, right, regardless of the quality of the bill. Because yep. if it gets appealed, then they're not going to put it in place until the appeal is over. Word. So the excitement that comes for me is that this provides the opportunity, you know, like we said, for this to get appealed and go to the point that... that so you want it to be made. talked about more in the courts so that way... You can legally define whether it's a good idea. 
Is that kind of no, what you're coming so at? No, because I, right, what we talked about was that a gun law should be passed so that when it goes to the Supreme Court, at that point, they'll, because the argument will be that it infringes on the Second Amendment. As long right? as it continues to get appealed. Right, and that's what I'm to saying. To go up and, the chain. Right, and that's what I'm saying okay. is that this yeah, yeah, provides yeah. that opportunity for Word. it to be appealed. And then for, yes, and so that's what I'm saying is it make its way up. Yes. Yeah, because that it provides an opportunity on, for the first step. Yeah, because earlier know. on, whether that podcast made it out or not, the yeah, we had talked about like whether an actual look at the Second Amendment needs to be made, like little yeah. addendums, you know, more amendments underneath. Um, but yeah, it would require a bill to go all the way up to the Supreme Court, and so yeah, somebody had to pass something. So right. that it could be appealed, well, and, and go if, to the state appellate court, and then from the appellate court they can throw it up to the and if Supreme not, court. if not an amendment, right? Because I don't even think like necessarily that, but at least some type of ruling within the Supreme Court to set a precedent. Because that's so what we that, need ultimately. Exactly, we all just need to have some that type basis of. of fact. That's what I'm saying. Just yeah. a just a just a better definition of that because For sure. Because I don't even know the last time that that happened, and that's yeah. what the problem is. You know, we need that. And we need exactly. that to be able to talk. About anything, we need to we need to know where we all stand exactly, where the foundation is. And I think this is that's That's what that's that's what makes me happy about this is that it provides the opportunity for that. Yeah, and there was because I was reading about it this morning, so I didn't write it down. But uh, there was a part in that bill that was kind of different than anything else. I think it was the uh, oh, it was the uh, they agreed to arm certain teachers and other educational staff. And that I don't know if I'm okay with, but at least now that if it'll go up and be talked about too, because that was another thing that's been in this conversation that gets yeah. a lot of people going. Ah, I don't know. I think that seems weird. I think that when Jordan and I talked about it, because I talked to my wife about everything, right? When you're yeah, not here, that's who I talked to. Um, and <clears throat> so I know my wife gets tired of it. <laughs> I feel so I'm bad. I'm sure her. that Jordan love you, gets sweetheart. tired as well. Yeah. Um, and so when we were talking about it, I said. I think that I guess my deal on teachers with guns is like you take a vote, right, of all of the parents in the school. Yeah. And if you get like some type of really solid majority, like 80% or some shit like that, you Mm -hmm. know, and then like the same idea with the teachers that everybody is cool with it, you know, then like it is what it is. But I am not by any means in favor of going to every school and be like all right three of you guys have to learn how to carry a gun so and make that's it, how we're make gonna... it more uh opt-in you, yes than anything like else. like just give them the ability I would just, to have that conversation. just outline the ability for that to happen you know and then if people are interested in that you know if you're in a community because i heard I, again on some one of the fucking podcasts i listened to yeah. about communities that are you know 10 15 minutes away from the closest police station that have teachers that are armed because they're concerned about that that if yeah. something happens it'll take people too long to get there you know yeah, man. and if that's the case if i if think most of those parents and most time. of those teachers are fine with that mm-hmm. then i don't see any reason for that to not happen you yeah. know and as it as it comes through as new teachers come in as new parents come in you know you you tell everybody about it again if a new kid's come to the school the press the the t- the principal the, of the, the school yeah. sits down and they tell the parents they're like hey we have three teachers here that are armed. Like, you know, you can meet them fucking individually and we have all their credentials, all their fucking whatever. It's so like, mm-hmm. you know, and so that you can be comfortable with it. But, like, but that's how we do it here, but, you know. And see, you would run into the problem there, though, of how the public school system is run. Like, you have to go to that school if you're in that district. 
Yes. Um, unless you put in like some kind of voucher program, I think, and then you have you're, and you can. You're required I mean, it's not... to go to that school. You're required right. to show up by yourself. There's no bus you can ride. Whatever. Well, and if you well, and that's why I'm saying if yeah. your parents are uncomfortable enough with that happening, you yeah. know, if they're really to the point they're like, well, I'm not cool with that, then. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then you that's look you. At, uh, you know, then that's like this is the school. Can, that's I'm just here. like thinking about real life, like okay. as am I. Like I'm that thinking becomes, about that becomes like a micro government, a little micro government where you got a principal who's on top. Well, that's so like on, so what forth. a PTA is. Like, yeah, that's, well, that's what the PPA PTA tries to do. Because well, and that's what I'm saying. Like involved. it's the same idea. Yeah. It would you know it's, it doesn't need to be yeah. run through yeah, the, the federal exists. government, but. Yeah. Just through the school, you know, the, the, the PTA. PTA takes a vote of all of the parents, you know, yeah. they, they send a thing home with all the kids. Listen, we're having a vote about whether or not we're going to fucking arm the teachers. Yeah. If you want to have a voice in this, you show the fuck up and you put a piece of paper in this hat and you tell us yes or no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm, I told you, Jordan and I are trying to have a kid. That's, yeah. that's what I'm thinking about is if, if the school that I went to, the elementary school that I yeah. went to, if I go so, to send my kid there, you've right, been thinking about that. And yeah. So that's. What would you do right now? Yeah. It's you don't tough. Know. You, you know? still don't know because, it's, like, even though you're trying, like, that kid ain't here. It's not, like, real yet. What? Come here. So, but Come that's, here. Uh, yeah, that's interesting, man. I don't, you know, and like, I don't know. But well, that's, then, I feel so, like it's, yeah, you know, same. there are enough people who feel strongly enough about it. Does Jordan have strong feelings about this? She raised her hand. That's why Good. I called her so, over here. All right. Let's do well, this. Well, so I feel like... In the case where if the teacher is completely credentialed, the thing that they just talked about in Florida is there's so much training the teacher has to go through. There's so many hours of training the teacher has to go through. There's all oh, sorts of certification and licensing that has to be done. It makes sense. Like That's what I'm comfortable hours. with. Okay. You know, if it were the case where I'm in a school district that I already know isn't great, they're not going to do all of those things. I'm totally willing to go through all the jumps and circles and hoops and whatever you want to call yeah. them to get my kid to go to a safer school that would i'm be, willing to yeah. drive the extra 20 30 minutes to drive my kid to a safer school Makes but sense. right now i'm also a housewife that has the privilege you know of being able to do that yeah i can totally say i don't have to be at work at a certain time i'm willing to drive my kid work and that's that is not the case for everybody too so that's and so that brings up the question what's the threshold so, like, you're at one of these, let's say we're, we're participating in this at the local elementary school, and we're talking little kids. So, this is, people are really passionate, and it comes to a vote. What percentage passes that as, like, you know, law for that school? Well, that's why that's I said... T- that's another question. That's why I said, like, a super majority, you know, like, 80, like, a hefty 80, fucking 90%, yeah. like, it's got to be a good solid amount of people that let the free market speak for it like and that's what i'm saying it doesn't need to be through the federal government just through the pta and that's why you tell everybody yeah we're doing this i mean i'd even accept i'd even accept that on a state level i think yeah well yeah just give schools the option to opt out maybe or something like that i could definitely yes yes opt out opt in like i'm totally optional you know i'm no enforcement on fucking yeah. anything because but then, I don't think that's yeah. right. You know, and I think honestly that would honestly that would be a good idea. And we, I think the only reason we wouldn't kind of accept that as a society right now is the fact that like, well, what am I going to do about work? What am I going to do? You know, how am I going to drive my kid there? Like, I'm willing to drive, but I got to work. It's like, well, maybe if we were all fucking a little more understanding of each other and wanted to do the best for our our youngest generation maybe we'd be like yeah man whatever work a couple hours later change your schedule we can work it out right but 
right now we can't do that for some reason and that's what i was just going to think is like you know in this utopian society and jordan's mind where everything can be perfect <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. I, I the shining tell, city on a hill right if there's a bunch of moms dads whoever parents guardians that are like i am super with you i like this idea but i don't like the district that it's happening in i'll drive a bunch of kids to school i'll do the route you know i'll pick up your kid and you know several other kids just to make sure that everybody's safe because isn't that the point that you want the kids to be safe and there's only one key requirement to this whole thing thing working like a safety tree right yeah yeah, a phone tree tree, phone tree yeah yeah but the you got everyone's got to want to be a part of that, yes, well, right. And we have everybody's got to work together enough with each other, and that's really all I think. To comes know down your to. neighbor, yeah. right. it's just to be like more communal. Yes. You know, be like we've all, you know, we all like to talk about how we've split up into different tribes now, and tribalism has taken over. Well, a different type of tribalism Dunbar's has taken name. over. We don't have we don't have that local community tribalism anymore like yeah. we used to have. We lost that, and so we're retreating. To all these these other you know the 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 bottom tier you know going to level down we're gonna go ethnic we're gonna go racial we're gonna go whatever it like no man we should we should still be talking about communities yeah well there's know? this huge thing right now about how what needs to happen is bring Jesus back into schools we need mm. to be saying you know God bless America and like they used to pray in schools and things like this and it's like. Or maybe we should just trust each other more. You know, maybe we should stop looking up and start looking left and right for a solution. (laughs) And it's really hard. I will say this. I understand. This is very hard because a lot of people are assholes. But to to reach out and give your, your neighbor the benefit of the doubt, give them a little trust, you know, try to be a little more social to them. I know it's really hard. I got great neighbors. And I feel terrible because I never fucking talk to them. And then I have I my other, yeah, my other neighbors are actually my grandparents, and I talk to them all the time. <laughs> Love you guys if you're listening. Um, but yeah, right, got a CYA. Um, but anyways, yeah, I mean that's a that's a huge thing. So like that's a thing I would I would be willing to try. That's a system that I'd be like, word. I love the idea of small local community organizations like that. Yeah, you know, I I kick myself in the butt because I. Since I've moved back after I got out of the military, like I've wanted to get involved in either, you know, the Rotary Club or the Lions or some local community group. I would say, Jordan, jump on the mic there. I'll hang out oh, for a Big minute. Big Donovan's taking a, to a pit stop. Potty break. Which is definitely a thing. Don't think like we don't do that because <laughs> these are three hour long episodes and that it needs to happen sometimes. Two beers in, you got to break the seal. Definitely. Definitely. But anyways, so yeah, let's go. Just bring it in. Everybody be nicer to people, you know. Start giving people the benefit of the doubt. And I think society society would be ready to change in the way everybody wants to. Absolutely. But anyways, moving on. We're just going to, because Dawn's in there, you're going to hear about some new legislature that's been coming down. Uh, So, we yeah, we talked bump stock and all that stuff. Um, Atlantic salmon farming. Remember that big incident that happened months ago? I don't remember when, but the... uh, there's a lot of Atlantic salmon uh, farms that broke loose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a bunch of salmon that got out and yeah, like, yeah. possibly could Big wreck the ecosystem and stuff. But, uh, yeah, Washington State passed a ban on that that uh, it, sets, it is uh, going to take place after their current, all their leases expire in 2022. So that's, what, four years? <laughs> um, Check your watch. 
Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's interesting. I don't necessarily know if I agree with it. I was going to say, what does that all entail? What does that mean? For... It just means no more Atlantic salmon being farmed here. So I would imagine they can continue on to farm Pacific salmon if you yeah. can. I don't know how that's... That Maybe just change works, the market a little bit. Yeah, One of those wait and see what happens type deals. The idea of an invasive species being like bred out in the ecosystem and the only thing that's keeping it from breaking loose is like some nets. Yeah. And then you have an incident where stuff gets out and it's like, well, we don't want that to happen anymore because the possibility exists that that can devastate our local ecosystem. Absolutely. That's why I understand that. Right. I well, mean, you've seen it um, but, happen all over the place where they try and artificially introduce a new species or race of something yeah. to try and control another population or try and oh, increase yeah. another population. Look or... at the entire animal population in Australia. Oh, right. That's literally <laughs> right. everything I know, exactly. that's there exactly. is an invasive species. I mean, people hunt cats there, like our our little cat, like Mark over there. Like people hunt them there because there's yes. they're such a pest. That's insane. They don't they don't look at cat. Nobody has a domestic house cat. Thanks for hanging out, George. Yes, thank you, honey. Oh, but yeah, yeah they, Atlantic salmon farming that's banned. Just FYI, in what's that? Twenty twenty two. No more Atlantic salmon farms will exist. Yeah, in Washington because all that bullshit last summer. Word. Uh, but then also there was a uh, uh, a bill put out that uh, I think provided funding for abortion insurance coverage. Um, and I didn't really necessarily look into it because I'm just assuming that it's for any state-sponsored program or, you know, maybe there's a, a charity fund people can draw from or something like that. Yeah. But it gives people uh, the ability to do that if they're on low income. And it, it even there's stuff in there about, uh, contra- you know, uh, a deductible free coverage for all contraceptive drugs. And so I don't know if there's you know qualifying circumstances. I'm, I would imagine there are. Yeah. I imagine we're talking like uh, Medicaid type programs that we have in Washington. Right. But yeah, that got passed, and then uh, I don't I don't want to talk about it this time because <laughs> I'm sure it'll be in the news again anytime soon. But Washington State did pass another uh, piece of legislature around the equal pay. And the women's pay gap. Oh, God. But it sounds like, like I said, I don't want to talk about it. I think we'll dive deeper yeah, into, we'll dive we into that anything. one later. So but the, uh, the bill, that. Oh, God. But the bill, um, excuse me. It basically just prohibits discrimination for employees for uh, to find out what other people's wages are. Well, that's good. So now think about, because I'm not going to talk about where you work. We're right. not going to talk about that. We're not going to say that. But imagine a place where somebody worked where nobody knew what anybody else made. And that was just kind of the rule. Um, yeah. Because I think that's the case in a lot of places, you know, because honestly, I don't I don't know. It's a, on a fundamental level, do you have, does somebody else have the right to know how much you make? I don't know. Only but, if I want to tell them, you know. Yeah. And so now do you think that... Uh, if a lot of people don't like to talk like, about how much money they make. It's like, I need to... Yeah, exactly. It's it's considered rude. Yeah. But to to prove that there's no discrimination happening, which I think is the reason behind this bill, does that make it okay? I don't think so. But I also don't think it should be a thing people should be worried about. Anyway. Anyway. You know, because yes, I think... I don't think everyone should get paid for the same exact thing. I mean, if you work in... You know, if you work in a field where the amount of effort you put forth results in more outcome, more product, yeah. say, than if you don't try hard, 
um, like I would imagine like most, uh, I don't know, manufacturing jobs that actually aren't just people looking at machines. You know yes. what I mean? Actual old school manufacturing. Uh, I would imagine that like that would be a place where, you know, if you were a small business owner, you would want to pay your more productive employees yeah. more without putting some kind of incentive, you know, just get people that want to work and do the best they can for you just because that's what they get paid to do. They work for them and they believe that they should put in a hard day's work regardless well, of how much they get paid. And I certainly feel comfortable saying that I work for a manufacturer, you know. Um, well, yeah, it's, and, it's still and a big, in, huge industry in, right, in and, America. And in that... In that case, I would say that that's true, particularly where I work, you know, that if you're if you're making more stuff, a wider variety of things and more quantity, if you you personally are making the company more money, then you should you should be entitled to more money. We deserve more at least from makes sense from a managerial point, you know, yeah, pay your employees more that do better for you. It makes it makes sense. But. But see, the thing is, I don't think that's going to be an issue here because I think they're not talking entire economy. I'd have to look into it, and I'm going to highlight that to look in deeper into that. Um, that may be part of our dive next week. Yeah. We'll pay stuff. In the um, next couple of weeks, sorry, just because yeah, yeah. you were talking about next week, I just don't want to forget. In the next couple of weeks, because, because nothing, in the next couple of weeks, I would like to... Have somebody in here, right? Have a, a on one of the guest shows, okay, and then do the comprehensive look at the Russia investigations because most people don't know, and I think that would be a really good opportunity. Would be to explain it to somebody here, you know, so they can ask questions of shit they don't understand. Oh wow! So that I think is instead of because we had talked about that spending like an hour or so going over the investigations. Yeah, I think it would be really good to do it with somebody here. You know? I think that'd be a great have idea. Like. Inform somebody. Yes. Kind of yes. what we're trying to do, like, by you listening to our podcast. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yes. I'm down. So, in the next couple weeks, my, expect uh, that. Do some expect more a show that is yeah. is probably half about, you know. The Russia about investigation. About a, a comprehensive look at the Russia investigation. I'll print out articles. We'll have from we'll different sources. Ready. We'll have all kinds of shit about where it starts. The two different investigations, because there are two different investigations. Yes. That's if very. That's a lot know. of people don't know. There that. are two. A lot so. of people don't know that, and we are going to get into that. Yes, in the coming weeks. So I think that that will be a really good opportunity. That would be for a, that. Yeah, that'll be a great show. Um, actually. But certainly, if you you are on a roll, so if you have something, word. Uh, but anyways, yeah, we just talked about some of the legislature that passed, and then yes. we're talk about it's kind of important Go to see Washington on, State word because most of that fundamentally, I think, is going to be good. Um, so next door. the. The part that I think is almost even more telling about what we passed is what we didn't pass mm-hmm. for whatever reason. It, these are all stuff. Uh, so just, these are now things that we did not pass? Yes. These are things that were stalled. We're going to call them stalled because they're not like they didn't get voted down. But for whatever reason, they were on their way up. They had all the momentum to become a bill. but And just didn't quite They make just didn't it. do it. Yeah. So the first of which, uh, which really I have serious problems with is the carbon tax word and we don't need to talk about that but we're just gonna yeah we're just gonna run over this real quick starts at 20 cents right Um, and goes up fucking 
Man, it could 10% be you, every an year actual after carbon that. tax could get into the yeah. oil you buy for your car. It could be I heard about that related. The, the overcast, d- depending depending on how they word it, that could be scary. But, yes. Um, but anyways, uh, I see why people want it. It's just, yeah, we're not going to get into that. But the death penalty, um, for whatever reason, I guess Jay Governor Jay Inslee has uh, put a moratorium on it in the state of Washington. I... But then, so like we're con- we're continually trying to get legislation actually passed. I would like to talk about this for a second. The death, death penalty. penalty, right? Just kind of okay. as a broad issue. We don't have to talk about it a lot. See, this is kind um, of a cool thing because this is going to happen every I think legislative session, yes. which isn't all the time. It'll be a good kind of specialty episode because these are just instant topics to talk about. I am generally right. Generally and. There's obviously has to be more I don't specifics, know. right? I am really in curious. favor of the fucking death penalty. Word. Like, in cases of... I don't know. And it's tough. You can pick this apart however the fuck you want, because I'm sure that there's a way to do it no matter how I say it, right? But in cases where you are as certain as you could possibly be that somebody has serially raped children or murdered somebody, I would rather not pay for them... To, stick to stay in prison. Because yeah. I don't... Fuck you. Yeah, right. Why would I want to pay for you to ha- like do whatever pedophiles? you want? Any type of any shitty thing that happens to you, don't worry about it. We'll take yeah. care of you. We'll heal you back so you can get back into your cell and everything will be fine. And I'm not saying that people should be treated shitty in prison. Because you should be treated like a person when you're in prison. But you also don't have all the rights that you get when you're not in prison. Right? Yeah. But I don't think that that means that you should be treated like a bag of shit. But... But I don't... See, I have... I heard in a... And I still need to do some research on it. The problem is when you when you listen to people that you trust... Yeah. And you read sources that you trust and stuff, and you come across a number, you're going to tend to trust that they're telling the truth. So I don't know if this is 100% factual, and I need to look into it, obviously, because this is a... It's a good... To really know what you're talking about, you got to do your research. Yeah. But that being said... <clears throat> Uh, I'm going to trample all over it. I've heard that there's the statistic for um, death row people that have already been killed. Yes. That have later been found out due to breakthroughs in technology and investigation and so on and so forth. They've been actually proven guilty after they were already killed is like 4%. Oh, God. Now, does that seem super small to you? Well, it seems small, but not really because... Because like DNA evidence is bro. pretty new, and like yeah, there's so and much, and how much trust <clears throat> you put into that new science? Yeah, and I see this is what because I was talking to my wife about this last night, and that's that's why I definitely added with a caveat that you could anybody could pick it apart because I'm sure that there's I think a, some type yeah. of lawyer could argue that there's no way to truly say that anybody is 100 percent guilty on yeah. whatever you know, but I I'm I th- just saying. I think that the, the real answer is something we just obviously haven't thought of yet i yeah. don't think it's a yes or no i think there's there's it'll be a process that would have to be gone through i think but yeah for right now just knowing that four percent like that's four out of a hundred people like you and the state is doing this isn't just random murder or whatever this the state choosing to kill people four times out of a hundred they got the wrong guy maybe if oh unless you i can, thought you were saying they got the Okay. Okay. I thought you said they got the right guy afterwards, and that does oh. seem like that. Well, if I don't, well, know, I get that would I'm seem yeah. so. But now I understand what you're saying. Okay. And that's. Are you okay with four percent? 
I mean, you okay? I see. I don't even know if I'm fundamentally okay with the state having the power to kill you. Yeah. If it was like some kind of local, like I don't know, <laughs> break it into well, like voting. I, district, and I don't know who I think should be in charge of it. You know, like I don't. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, who knows? Like but, this is a very broad general statement for me to yeah. make. Like I don't, and I don't generally do that. But I say I don't. But see, that's the thing, and I. I guess I should say Up I'm not until, totally opposed to it. Until, <laughs> yeah, until very recently. Yeah, I have always been the mind of like, hell yeah, dude. I don't know why dude, we're keeping these people in jail for so them. long. You know, four percent's not that bad. And but I mean, at the same time, I'm starting to <laughs> you know, because I get more libertarian I minded, I guess. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I don't want the government to be involved in my life nearly at all. Period. If I'm thinking about it, if it's on my mind, if I have a an ability to talk about it on a podcast. Then there's too much government involvement. I don't, I don't want that much. Yeah. Um, but once I started to go down that road, I started like, well, yeah, well, who's the state? You know, what? Are, you know, because it's pretty obvious that state governments and just governments, period, are pretty easily corrupted to get bad actors in. And it's like, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I just I'm not comfortable with the state having power of life or death over its own citizens. Yeah, generally speaking. But at the same time, yeah, when we find this dude who's a serial like child pedophile, yeah, take him out back. Let's beat the hell out of him, and then we could kill him. Yeah, that's the way I feel about that. And I don't even have kids yet, <laughs> and I have a feeling that it's going to be <laughs> way stronger after yeah. I have kids. But, but anyways, I think that kind of goes without saying. But it's just. I'm just going to confess that I don't know enough right now. I don't think anybody of a, anyone has got the answer right now. So maybe we just need to hit the pause button and I'm think about totally it for a while. To it. You know? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. That, that uh, continues to not be a thing in uh, Washington state. All right. Uh, yeah. We can move on now. Another stalled uh, capital gains tax got stalled. Thank goodness. I absolutely despise the idea of capital gains. Period. Taxes on money that you make. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you already taxed me, man. Back it up. Yeah. Um, but car tabs also uh, were supposed to be going up, but that got you know to register your car every year. Well, that's good. It's fucking like eighty five dollars. Yeah. Which I that mean, got stalled. Which what are you doing with that money? You're building another bureaucracy. That's the nature of bureaucracy. <clears throat> it's going to continue to go up. Well, and it used so. to be like. I don't know. Doesn't it go to like the roads or something like that? It's supposed to, but no. It's it's got to pay for every building that they have, every employee they have. The, the building in Silverdale is a dog shit. So most that's why most government buildings are crap because you build them super cheap. Well, there you go. At least they're making them cheap. Well, they're not actually the money that they're spending to buy it to have it built is a lot of money. It's an exorbitant amount of money. Yeah. But they're also going with the lowest bidder. And the lowest bidder is always going to build it more shoddy than the next guy. Yeah. It's that it kind of goes to quality over quantity type of thing. But anyways, uh, yeah, capital gains got voted down, thank goodness. Card tabs got voted down, thank goodness. A a uh, semi-automatic rifles piece of legislation mm-hmm. stalled. Which is uh, very similar to the Florida one, but without the, the teachers and you know school employees carrying on campus. Yeah, um, and then actually the, another interesting one that we're I, not as progressive as you might think. Yeah, we're not really. <laughs> it's, it's kind of amazing. Uh, it's good, dude. Those fucking dogs outside. I don't understand. That's right. 
There's so much of it in the background noise, it'll capture it in post and kind of help yeah, tone it down. I'm so sorry. But um, but the other big one was the, the smoking age. They were going to raise the smoking age from 18 to 21. Really? But it stalled out. Um, yeah, it was <gasps> passing the house. I would be house. so pissed if I was 17. Dude, can you imagine? And what if you're 19? Is there going to be... I'd have to look, but I bet you... I wonder if there is some kind of... Uh, you know, like uh, grandfathering program. Yeah. We're like, okay, so as of, you know, January 1st of next year, like you had to be born here. But until you're, until mm. you're to that date, anyone that's 18 is good or. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, uh, it actually passed the house and just didn't pass in the Senate. And I don't, who cares, man? It's Dude, a horrible decision, but if that's country, what you want to do, yeah. you know, I, I feel it. the same way. Like, if, even if it's going to, I don't know. And I, I don't think yeah. that you should have to make an exemption for military people. It just shouldn't be. Like, if you have to make an exemption for people who are going to go and, and like, and die and, for your country, you know, potentially, then just don't, just don't then, do yeah. it. Then, yeah, like, just, just don't do it. Do it to 18. Look at places like, you know, you look at a lot of the European countries where drinking is lower, all that good stuff. Yeah. You know, if it'll take a generation, maybe. But over time, people will understand that these things are not good for you. That's why a lot of people, like, look around here. The vaping crowd is huge. It's everywhere. Because as soon as vaping came along, we tried it, including myself, and I can vouch for this. That's how I quit smoking cigarettes. Word. It's super. It's just good. I don't care. It gets people off cigarettes, which we know are way more dangerous than vaping. Terrible for you. Yeah. You but we know that now. Smoke so that's a that's a good example. Like, it's something we didn't know for generations. Smoking them was, you know, people you used to say used they to were good, good for, you. for you. Yeah, should smoke another pack a day. For you need sure, to be smoking more cigarettes. Yeah, and all that coughing that you're doing, you're just getting all the, <laughs> you're getting all the demons out. <laughs> getting it all out. <laughs> getting all the demons out. <laughs> but but yeah, no, I don't know, man. See, that's I know now that I'm older. I'm not old, but I feel like I'm old sometimes. But now that I'm older, like, I look back and I'm like, yeah, no. When you're 18, you ain't an adult no more, man. Like, maybe mm. back in the in the 50s, when you were 18, yeah, you've been working for, like, years already, full time. And nowadays, I mean, you're, you got man children that are 25 years old, just walking out of, you know, college or becoming yeah. a doctor and stuff, and they're... They look like babies. They certainly are. And they act like babies. They certainly aren't generally doing the same thing that I'm doing. Yeah. You know, not to toot my own horn. No, most people aren't, man. Yeah, I'll tell you. The, what we're really talking about, the millennial generation. But, oh, and that's what, okay, I remember. I just had an epiphany. That's what I was talking about got? in my, uh, my that sample descent that I wrote up. Ah. Millennial generation. Ah. Ah. Yeah. Yes. But I have a hard time. Because I don't want to like sit here and hate on ours all the time. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of good millennials that are doing good things, mm-hmm. but there's also a lot of dumb dumbs. And also, I think that maybe that's you just because idiots. everybody, just because everybody has a voice now, so yes. it just is more apparent. You know, I don't know if necessarily last generations was any better if if they were any better. It's just they didn't have the ability to voice their thoughts on the internet. Yeah. But let's transfer real quick over to this uh, net neutrality talk. Yes. You know, we talked earlier about how Washington net State just became, uh, yeah, it was the first. I think they were just first by like days because I think a lot of people just, boom, high five. Number one. 
I think a lot of states followed suit afterwards, and I think there's a lot of legislation pending still in a lot of places, including mm-hmm. the state that I'm going to talk about now, the glorious state of Rhode Island. Rhode Island. I uh, used to live in Rhode Island. I knew that, actually. And, um, so it was just happenstance that I happened upon this article about how... And actually, it was uh, courtesy of the man himself, Philip DeFranco, Philly D, Philly D. my boy on the YouTube. I highly recommend Very everybody dang. go check him out. Shout out to Philly D. He exposed me to Hot Ones, and I've been addicted Hot ever ones. since. I still oh, haven't watched it. Man. Oh, my God. I know it's so gonna, great. I know I'm going to love it, oh. so I don't watch it. Oh, my God. I've watched so many. They're so good. It's there's, horrible. Dude, there's it's, so many, like, just quick note before we jump into this. There's so many good shows out there (laughs) that i'm afraid to start because i'm not gonna stop they're only like 15 minutes you can watch them quick and there's so many cool people on there i watched like guy fietti and coolio and rachel ray and rachel ray i want to see her cry michael b jordan she ate all the sauces on a spoon bro no chicken she said fuck y'all ate them all on a spoon it was wild hot ones respect shout the fuck out what up rachel ray I guess I don't hate you that much. Anyways, <laughs> so we're going to Rhode Island. We're talking net neutrality. I saw it on Philip DeFranco. He 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 broke the story to me, and then I just looked into it. Mm-hmm. And boom, good Lord, there's some crazy stuff happening on the East Coast right now. Yes. <laughs> so they also, they have a similar net neutrality bill in legislation right now. It's not passed, but it's working its way up. But they also kind of tried to pass this thing they called it's this is the it's coming from the Senate. So it was written from a Senate bill. Senate Bill two five eight four of the Rhode Island um, General Assembly. And it's called the uh, Relating to Public Utilities and Carriers Internet Digital Blocking. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. What is that? Okay, so basically the long and short of is it of it was that uh, it would require internet service providers to provide a digital blocking capability to their customers that would render sexual content and or patently offensive material inaccessible. Unless, of course, you decide to basically get a hold of whatever system that, again, this bill requires the ISPs to put into place. Yes, it would require them to make like a customer service area for this so that you could just you can call in or whatever go to the website and pay a one time fee of only $20 to unblock your your sexual and whatever uh, they describe as and or patently offensive material so $20 per that, piece or $20 just period so $20 it, it provides a pay gate to sexually explicit content and or you have to pay for internet. Why would I? Why should <laughs> okay, I have to okay. pay extra yep. to watch you're just, porn? You're just, you know, okay. This that's part of the beauty of this, man. And but anyways, yeah. So that's they would have to do that, and then you can uh, for any it would hold the ISPs responsible, and for any piece of content that somebody like saw and flagged and reported, it would be a five hundred dollar per incident fine of the ISPs. And by the way, the ISPs would not be allowed to. Oh, what was it? Oh, come on now. Do do do. Digital blocking. Oh well. Okay. So, 
I can't remember what point I was going to get to. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, already with that, I mean, that's, that's disgusting for one. But yeah. Yeah. And, oh, what I was going to say, it doesn't provide the ISPs any funding for this. So this is just like, hey, we're just going to make this a new law Out of and you have pocket. to create all this whole new infrastructure within your business just to make it run. Not to mention now charging all its citizens $20 to get through whatever they deem as potentially patently offensive material. Right. So other than that, there's actually some kind of like good moral reasons why they tried to do this because mm-hmm. they're going to take all those fees and they were going to dump it in this like basically anti-human trafficking fund and you well, know not try that. Yeah, that's good. But <laughs> no. That's th- nice. That is not allowed. Okay? So this is a vastly democratic state. This is this is the Rhode big thing Island that really is. bothers me. Rhode Island is hardcore. Uh, yeah, I wrote it. Uh, oh, it's in my. Dis- it'll be in my dissent later. There's some some numbers to throw at you about how check the dissent, this yo. is. And yeah, the dissent is gonna, it's a kind of our post podcast deep dive into certain things that this we want to get into. This one may not be, but they're going to be on Thursdays. Word, word, word. And they'll they will be out on Thursdays. Yes, um, they'll of course be the backlog that we're going to drop on our website. Saltofthestreets.com. Yeah. Should we should we explain the descent or just the descent? It... Oh yeah, we could talk about the descent. It's um, gonna go ahead. It's gonna be So the background of it, right? Is I mean when a when a court decision is brought down, judges will will write dissents. They'll they'll yeah. write arguments you know so for like reasons. In a Supreme they, Court decision yeah. that's voted like three to two or what have you, any kind of court decision um some of the judges that voted uh no may write what they call a dissenting opinion and yeah and that they'll just kind of be like they'll explain why they didn't vote for it or yeah it can also be the other way it could be a right the other word i forget what they call it but you know it could be a positive why they voted yes and so this is just going to be it's going to be you know pretty similar to that it's it's going to be you know something that we that we wanted to talk more about or, you know, something that we didn't agree with or we did agree with or something that maybe we didn't cover, you know, that we yeah. felt really strongly about that we just didn't get to. Um, and that's just going to be a little bit of extra content that comes out on Thursday. And that's going to be a written yeah. statement by us um, that we put out on the website. Yeah. More content for you people to digest. Absolutely. You know, and hopefully it'll bring uh, some more spark to your conversations that you're having around your dinner table or with yeah. your friends or what have you. Yep. Absolutely. But, but yeah, I wrote those uh, the statistics in my dissent. But yes. anyway, you're so talking that will be the heavily so Rhode Island heavily left leaning, heavily state. democratic, hardcore. Word. I'm talking, yeah, I forget how many, but anyways, um, but there. If correct me if I'm wrong, but during the big national net neutrality debate, who was yes. the biggest proponents of net neutrality? Democrats. Yeah, that's you know the Democratic official you know the higher up uh s- senators and and house so representatives and stuff like that like then. this seems so backwards to me this seems so like well we don't want private business to 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 flourish you know right. to, to have that choice but we have the right to step in and make that choice mm-hmm. so they're they're preventing any blocking or throttling from the ISPs, but now they're going to go ahead and try to pass legislature to block stuff that the government deems not appropriate for people. Well, and, and Lord knows it? what that entails. That could entail, you know, in today's world, it could just 
any opinion that's not your theirs. You know. And who the, was it? Was it Scalia that said like, you know what porn is when you see it? Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I think that that's a really that's very interesting. It's very interesting, but I'm glad it 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 was brought up. Yeah. But it hasn't. It's gone straight to um, the judicial branch. So I think they're trying to see if it's uh, in within their state constitution and whatnot to, to get passed. But it's a scary thing, and that needs to be looked out for because, to me, that is a... I mean, I don't know how backwards you can get from net neutrality other than instead of a private corporation slowing down people, taking advantage of people on their platform, now it's going to be the government who is supposed to be doing the opposite of that with net neutrality rules. Right. You know, if... The reason like this is coming up is because net neutrality rules are actually going to be ending in the, the end of April, April 23rd, if I'm correct. Um, What's that guy's name that's the head of the... Ajit Pai? I love Ajit Pai. I get to, no, I, you don't. I talk about Ajit Pai. I'm being you very sarcastic. Hate that guy. Yeah. He is a man-child. He's a real piece of shit. And I don't understand. I'll say like, it for I'm you. sure... He's a very nice man. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure he's a great person. I'm, I'm sure probably, he loves his family. It's I'm sure probable. he's a great dad. You know, he's so goofy. <laughs> I'll give him that. He's probably but a really good dad. He's a man child who does not need to be the head of the FCC. Fuck no. Especially when the FCC has so much power, they can change the way we take content. That They can change the way we exchange information via the internet with a vote of no more than five people. They, all they need is three out of five to pass any craziness they want. Five people. Did Just you five. did you listen to the Rogan with the FCC? Most oh, definitely. That's that what got was, me really fired that up one about was really this. Really good. And then when Phil brought that up on his show, I saw that and I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, this is bad. This is super hypocritical. It's yeah. super authoritarian. That's very and it's disgusting. So when hopefully, it, and then was it? A, it was a state law, right? correct so then it was a different body of people right yeah but then the, the thing people is that when you're in rhode island um you think how like close is rhode island internet, to washington dc i mean you can drive there it's a long drive is it okay rhode island connecticut my geography is really really bad New jersey so i hope no one thinks virginia. that i'm stupid new jersey virginia and then yeah either oh maryland maryland I don't know. I used to make that drive every Baltimore. now and again, going from New York to Baltimore. Oh, how oh. far is that? How many hours? Want, it's a lot, man. I don't want to talk about it. It's terrible. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Back when I was in Coast Guard, yo. So Baltimore shipyard. Back in the Coast Guard, yo. Yeah. Baltimore, Maryland, there's a Coast Guard shipyard. And we go down there to go to dry dock because we we're close-ish. Yes. And one of my boats, I was in New Jersey, uh, stationed off of, just outside of, uh, in New York Harbor, we'll just say middle of new york harbor so we had to go down there yeah and it's probably like i forget like three four hour drive maybe but uh you know we have we'd stay down there during the week and then on friday after work we'd be like watching the clock like come on man and then we'd all jump into a big old fifth or a 12 passenger van a bunch of us hightail it up like drive wouldn't get home till like 11 o'clock midnight or something like that and then we turn around and leave sunday that's sunday night and then like to Not show up to work Monday Sunday. morning. Well, we'd usually get in around like midnight again, but then I had to get up at like four to cook breakfast. <laughs> but yeah, it was just a thing. But anyways, um, that's how close that is to DC because Baltimore is like you're basically on top of DC. Yeah, and that's from New York, and then I think from Rhode Island it was like three hours 
to get to my wife's uh, her old place in in New York. So yeah, it's a long trip, man. You can uh, do it, but it's less that. long. Uh, but yeah, I mean it's close, and it's weird because I don't know. I almost almost want it to pass as kind of a test case to be like, hey, this is what it can look like. But at the same time, that also gives it precedent as oh an excuse for other places to do it. Yeah, and I don't I don't know if Washington State isn't progressive enough to not pass something like that if they get if they get wind that that's that's possible. So I don't want that to come down our pipe. But hopefully, now that we have net neutrality rules, it prevents the government from doing that. Yeah, that's too. wacky. Yeah, that's crazy. I'd be that, pissed. Yeah, it just it drives me insane. How is that okay? How is nobody freaking well, they out make right it, now? Because they make it a nominal, they make it a nominal enough fee, right? Yeah. That you're like, well, well it's only whatever. twenty bucks, so fuck it. I only and I only have to pay it one time, yeah. and it goes to a good cause. And you could you probably, know? you could probably argue that like you'd have a better chance at ca- at catching like pedophiles online <laughs> because, I mean, but I guess actually no because. It would because actually, you're, I feel you're like just it paying probably, it one time. It would probably shield pedophiles because once something like that popped up, if somebody accidentally happened upon it, they could call in. I bet you there'd be a bunch of like groups out there trying to find it just to call in and block out the the sites from the pedophiles. Yeah, but like it'd be super easy to like find those sites and then like hunt those people down because you'd have like everybody on board trying to do that. Yeah, because those people. Talk about the death penalty. Yeah. <laughs> I'd consider it for a lot of those people. But yeah, I don't know. It just I could see how like a really far left minded person could think that's a good thing. But I just think that's way too much power for the government to have. Yeah. But do you have anything else serious? I mean I got a lot serious, but we can talk about whatever. So let's you want to <laughs> do a little bit of pop culture? Uh, oh, then yeah, we can do some sure. sports I love and pop then we'll... culture. Um, so, well, yeah, what's our, what kind of time are we on right now? Uh, we are at like 2.15. So, okay. So we're, so, we're not yeah. too bad. No, we got time. 2.14.48. Um, nice. So the, let's see. One of the things that I heard about on the Wall Street Journal, mm-hmm. right? Um, that was, there was, a, <laughs> this was really funny. Um, a super colony. Right, of more than a million Adelie penguins Whoa. were on the danger islands of Antarctica. They like found a new colony <laughs> and they only knew about or eight colonies of the penguins had disappeared from Antarctica in recent decades because of climate and food shortages. Right. right? And so they like some scientists happened across, you know, a, like, hey, a we found some of them. super colony. Yeah, of the, these a penguins. Super, a super um, colony. Yeah. That's dope. More than a million. More than a million penguins. That That's they were so like, many penguins. Shit. And we just yeah. didn't know they existed. Like, we oh, didn't know hey. that colony was there. Yeah. yeah. They're just... Yeah. Add another yeah. million to the list. Yeah. That's so dope, um, though. And then... Show you that, like, we know everything about the world that we live in. Right. Bull honky. Right. We don't know sh- about anything. Um, The other... 
So I have a personal story, right? Okay. That's kind of about like bureaucratic nonsense that might oh, get I love a little bureaucratic bit fired nonsense. Up. So Nothing my brother gets me fired up more than that. My brother lives in some apartment buildings, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like little fourplexes. They're single stories, but they're just like all spread out, you know. Word. So there's like four that share one like sewer pipe thing. Mm-hmm. All their sewers feed down into one yep. main. Millie, I'm very uh, familiar with. She's walking in the kitchen. That kind of stuff. But cats aren't supposed to be in the kitchen. Cats not. Uh, yeah, cats she kitchen. knows. She. We came out here one day. She. He was. She. Sometimes in the morning, she'll run out of the kitchen, and I think, <laughs> bitch, you know, you're not supposed to <laughs> be in there. Doing? I think she has diabetes. Uh-huh. We're gonna we're gonna take her to the doctor because I Uh-oh. think that. Oh, poor Kiki. That's a whole nother story. Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, so, oh, so David, right? My brother. Yes. So I think it was last week, right, that he's sitting at home and. Something clogs the sewer main, mm-hmm. and sewage starts to flood his bathroom. Like come up through the bathtub oh, and yeah. the sink. I'm and, very familiar and, with and that. And sink it, and just, just, yeah, just it's terrible. And so, so they have to go and stay in an apartment, right? Because they can't stay there because their yeah. house is flooded with sewage, right? And David has to stay there all night and can't go to work because he has to stay there all night and help the plumber. Um, because they only send one right david has to help the plumber like fix this stuff and then he ends up having to clean up his own apartment right um like all the sewage and stuff he has to clean it up himself not the not the management of the apartment or anything like that um he has to pay for his own hotel and so then when he goes to talk to the management they're like well we're an llc so you can sue if you want what like that's what they said to him and so so he calls the corporate office and they're like well we can give you forty dollars, forty, because that's how much one day's rent is, and that's how long your apartment was uninhabitable. But oh, that's I'll kick, but that's I'm, the only mm. thing that, that we can offer you. And hmm. I was like, "What? Like how? How is that truly the way that this goes? That's like, the that like, is the apartment market. That's the way it works. Yep, those people are. Mm, yeah." The apartment duplex, you know, uh, what do you call them? Uh, homeowners association type type situations. Yes. Not homeowners association. I guess that's wrong. But yeah, anywhere you have like a landlord or like a big boss of your housing unit. Can get fucked over like that. Really yeah, easy. super bad. Most of the, most Not of always, the time you do. a lot you of know, times. You don't yeah. always have a good landlord. Right. You know, especially in those big apartment complexes. And, yeah. You know, it's not usually a good thing because that company is literally built... To take advantage of people that, you know, that need a place to live. Right. That can't afford to buy houses. And so they're always just under or just over the mark. Actually, they usually ride a little over the mark of what an average mortgage is. So you're actually, by paying rent, you're usually paying a little more than uh, you would for a mortgage because they know that you can't get that money. You don't have enough money to save up for the down payment to buy the house. Yeah. And so instant market right there that's your apartment market the people that can't afford to buy houses and then just over the years they've learned how to take advantage of that and so people just right that's why another reason why nobody can afford a house yeah. one aspect of that there's a lot of reasons why people in our generation can't buy houses but right it's a real thing that that's another dive that we should definitely do at some point 
Yeah, so that's not really pop culture, but that's oh, yeah. that's guess, a, yeah, it. Kind of is. Um, but the other thing, how did we get there from penguins? Wow, um, my bad. There was no. That was another thing I had written oh, down. Okay. Um, and the other thing, my wife actually gave to me. Okay. Um, so shout out to Jordan. Um, was that I guess Kim Kardashian? Oh, right. Okay. And this is a conversation we'll have another day. But there are few people that I would go as far to say that I like that I like hate yeah I despise Um, what they're about and most of the Kardashian slash Jenners would be (laughs) in that category some of them right so that's something that we'll like we'll dive deeper into another day Um, but so my wife told me that Kim Kardashian put out honey was it a book or something or just just oh good lord she can't write can't she no, it's just an article. I have an article here, but I okay. wasn't sure if it was. So it's it's just it's it's Kim Kardashian's keys to success. Oh. <laughs> okay. Right? So I have an article here from success. Does it have a picture of Ray J on the front? This <laughs> <laughs> should be the cover. It certainly should, shouldn't it, should. it Colin? Um, <laughs> so I have an article here from success.com. Oh. Right. Um and number one is be a friend of the media and the media will be a friend to you okay right and so so we'll just go over <laughs> yep. the, you know this the is different because there's i got five here kim kardashian's so we'll just, keys to success um, success yeah so i'll just when when speaking to reporters kardashian success. <laughs> success. Success. Jordan's calling in the shots <laughs> When speaking to reporters, Kardashian goes a step beyond what most other celebrities do. You can tell Kardashian had training. She's She walks the press line slowly, addressing each reporter with patience and courtesy. She looks each interviewer in the eye and shows her individual attention, that reporter, and that reporter only, until she's finished the interview. Kim also knows how to smile with her eyes, a Tyra Banks tip she discussed when she gets judged on America's Next Top Model. Yep. So that's that's uh, number one. That's number one. Be a friend to the media. Yeah. Number I, two, right? Don't let so the funny. media put words in your mouth. Okay. Definitely don't. Control the story by telling it yourself. Just as celebrities use Facebook, Twitter, and blog posts as today's modern day press conferences, Kardashian expertly uses social media to share herself and listen to her fans. Okay. Number yep. two. Number two. Number three. Always be ready to face the spotlight. Kim Kardashian acts friendly to reporters, photographers, and even aggressive paparazzi that wait for her outside restaurants, production studios, and even public events. They have a job to do, and so does she. Pausing for a minute to let cameras shoot her is part of the job. Yep. It's just part of the jam, Colin. Just part of the jam. Just part of the jam. That's how you'd be famous for not doing anything. Except for having sex on tape. Except for having sex on tape. Yep. Yep. Apparently anybody can do it. Number four, right? Remember, the public is always watching. Kardashian is very conscious of being a public figure and treats every appearance as her job. It's all about protecting what image you want people to see of you, Kardashian tells success. So when she's in the media, you'll find that Kim won't cuss in front of the cameras, trash your dressing trash your dressing room, or show up hungover. She's here to work. She's here to work. She's here to get shit done. Yeah. She's a professional at being <laughs> herself. That's what she it's all about. She's professional as fuck. 
Can All you right. imagine like uh, next one, next one. <laughs> Number five. Be real. All right. That's nice. Yeah. That's good. None Kim. of this is bad. It's just <laughs> you know, if you're trying to play that game. Yes. Kim is spokeswoman for the weight loss supplement Quick Trim. Although she's quick to admit she has cellulite like nearly every other woman in America and preaches to never weigh yourself. She tells UK Cosmopolitan, when I was criticized for it, I said, I have cellulite. So what? See this little dimple of cellulite here? It was so worth it for that cookies and cream ice cream. Yep. So, I'm just going to say yep. Um, I mean, all props to the Kardashians. You know. And most props to that like evil genius of a mother they have, because she's the one behind all this. But... That Joe Rogan bad talk? Oh, my God. Oh, I just... I just... I, I don't have patience for it, man. I don't get why you famous. I mean, I understand the hustle is real. And you found an opportunity, or your mother found an opportunity to take advantage of it. And she taught you how to it's fend horrible. for yourself. It's kicked, a horrible she thing. She kicked you out of the bird's nest. And now she's watching you fly on her own. And it's The disgusting. worst thing... All right, so we're getting into a con. So the thing that I I can't fucking stand about it, right? I hate the Kardashians, and not all of them, right? Okay, not all of them, but most of them, right? Because I don't hate nobody. I think, I think that Robert Kardashian was a good guy. Okay, I think that he made some mistakes, and in the end, tried to do the right thing and tried to stick close to his friends. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Made some fucking mistakes, right? And I think. That it is horrible for there is a picture. Mm-hmm. There is a picture, Colin. Oh boy. Of <laughs> Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> of during the OJ trial. Okay. Right? Because and and so let me frame this. So there's all of these rumors, right? That whether or not you believe, I believe, you know, that that OJ Simpson is Khloe Kardashian's dad? Yes. That's, so you know. You're not the first person so, I've, I've heard say that. So there is a picture, Colin. Yep. Of O.J. Simpson sitting there at trial with Robert Kardashian as his lawyer. In in the seats behind them is what is, who is now Chris Jenner with Bruce Jenner. And they're like <laughs> watching the trial. And that is... That is the story right there. That's like the that's it. That's that is the, the story. story right there. And I just, hey man, I can't to go from from sucking dick on a camera <laughs> to millions of people and girls who idolize you. I just I don't approve. I just I am not. I'm not a fucking fan. Nope. I am not a fucking fan at all. It feels a little similar to. Like the Paris Hilton fandom that there was, because it it was very similar, but the Kardashians took it to a whole another level. Yes, because I mean, you remember the Paris Hilton thing, and then she had that the shows and tried to do that, and then she tried to sing and make an album. And, she tried to sing. Yeah, she made an album, oh. bro. Yeah, good luck with oh, that. I'm gonna have to listen to that later. Oh, you don't need to. It'll make your head explode. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's It'll just make your head explode. From what I remember, because I just I remember hearing it when it first came out I'm on the sure radio. It's great. But it's like the same crappy pop music that you hear everywhere. Yeah, so it's just whatever. Some chick getting on a microphone and singing some 
person's pop song they wrote. Right. But that's, I mean, that's all it is in my mind. I don't understand why everybody eats it up. You know, there's there's a whole lot better family drama that you can observe on HBO. Game of Thrones and Game of Thrones, you know, stuff like that, man. Yeah. Like, there's the come on, Tim. I don't know what network it's on, but there's like the Tudors as another big fa- ro- like royal family thing. Watch the Queen, that's a great royal family drama, yeah, that's a good one on Netflix. But that's all I think this is. It's just they found a way to make themselves like unofficial royalty, and it's all because that mother, and I hate it. And I I do hate every second of it. So it is so hard because it takes up. There's so much money around it. Yeah, guys, don't give them your money. Come on, man. Don't don't do that. Save your money. Yeah. Ugh, so that was my. That's pop culture. For so you. that's my Kim. That's the Kardashian. ultimate pop culture. Yeah. Kim Kardashian. So that's all the pop. That's all the pop culture that I have right there. Were, were right. you about to get into some sports uh, talk? We can get into sports because there's I think there's that'd quite be a bit here. So. Because uh, there's sports. a lot happening. Sports. Sports. Yep. You don't see it, but I'm dabbing right now. <laughs> is that a sports thing? Or is, no? Okay, um, there's all kinds of stuff that they do in sports. There's this other thing that I just discovered called dibbing. Dibbing? It's like a mini dab. So you got the, you know, the dab. You tuck mm-hmm. your, th- you know, the thing. And then you get dibs. Oh, my God. Dibs. Babe, yeah. have you seen that? This this comes Colin courtesy. Says dibs. The dibs. Just like dab. But when you can't dab... You dib. She's like, no, don't That's do that. That's horrible. That that came from a uh, shout out to uh, this brilliant creator named uh, Jessica Negri. You ever heard of her? She's huh. a cosplayer, professional cosplayer, and just she does Twitch and a lot of stuff too. But yeah, her her story is amazing. I'll have to. There's a documentary out there done by these guys that uh, based out of Austin, Texas, uh, Rooster Teeth a company called yeah. Rooster Teeth. They, they do a, some really nice uh, documentaries, and they did one on her, and it is fascinating. But yeah, that's I first saw the person, the first dib I ever saw was from Jessica Negri, and it was very socially awkward. Yeah, but now it's like a, a thing in nerd culture. It exists, bro. Deal with hey, it. Go to your mom. But hey, go to your mom. But yeah, no. So so for sure we can we're gonna jump into sports talk. So. You know, for all of you, once again, that uh, don't think you love sports, here it is. Hang well, hang around because, like, I usually try to ask a lot of entry level questions about yes. sports, so you can actually learn something if you stick around. Because I like sports, but I'm not real knowledgeable about the insider baseball stuff. You know? Yeah. And so we're gonna get into it. I hope you guys stick around. Well, and this is um, this is pretty much all football. Ichiro's coming back yeah. to Seattle. Ichiro. Um, so that's, that's baseball. not football. No, that's baseball. <laughs> Um, but just because you said that, so so we'll just start from the top. There's a lot of shit here. This yeah. has been a busy fucking. It's week, been a right? busy, se- especially for us locals in Seattle. Yes, it's been a sad week. Um, rough. So the Falcons, they signed their kicker Matt Bryant to a three-year extension. Right. I didn't write down how much money that was. That's fine. I'm a lazy fucker. They're kickers. Um, <laughs> they get paid to kick um, a ball. It's fine. The the Eagles traded. Wide receiver Torrey Smith to the Panthers oh. for cornerback Daryl Worley. And I'm pretty certain that Torrey Smith came from the 49ers the year before. Um, and Daryl Worley was doing pretty fucking good towards the end of the season. Um, so that will be interesting. The Eagles did like a lot of, well, we'll talk about it later, but they also got Michael Bennett. 
So the Eagles yeah. defense that was yeah. dominant as fuck before is going to be even more so now. Yeah, that'll be um, interesting. This is so foul king right there, maybe. Mm, so yeah. that's another. Might be a disadvantage. Yeah. Um, the Steelers franchise tagged Le'Veon Bell, right? This is the yeah. second year in a row. So like we talked about before, a franchise tag, you get paid no less than the average of the top five players in your position for that year. Um, and there's two different types of tags. You know, one of them that allows you to be traded, the other one doesn't. Um, so <clears throat> it's – they're not trading him. They're keeping him. Yeah. Um, Le'Veon Bill's a monster. He's not going anywhere. Nope. Um, we also talked about Kirk Cousins, right? Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, the 49ers quarterback. Um, he he gets slept on, man. People don't think that Kirk Cousins is that good. And he's pretty fucking good. Like, yeah. he is quietly – was, was he on your fantasy team last year? Um, he wasn't on mine, but he was on a fantasy team last year. I think that Jordan oh, yeah. might have had him. Uh, Jordan did have him. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is good. good. He, threw, he threw for like over 4,000 yards last year, which is yeah, pretty that's, good. That's pretty big. Um, so it's looking like Kirk Cousins is, is probably going to go to the Vikings. Okay. It's going to look like it looks like it's going to be a pretty solid spot. And they were in the playoffs last year. The Vikings were solid contenders. So wow. I think that shows you how much I've been paying attention. Yeah. So I, I think that that's yeah. there's gonna be it's gonna be a good season next season. Good. Right? Good, good. Um, and so here's where we kind of start to get into the sadness, right? The Seahawks traded Michael Bennett and a seventh round pick to the Philadelphia Eagles for a fifth round pick and wide receiver Marcus Johnson, who they got in the seventh round, right? And so this is tough, right? And I talked to my wife about this because the problem that the Seahawks had, right, is when you spend 80% or whatever of your cap room on like 11 or 12 players. Yep. When their contracts are Superstars. over and they want more money, you yeah. can't give them all more money. No. And so we're in this position now where we can't afford to keep hardly any of the guys that we need to keep there so it's like a total restructure of the defense that they're doing so michael bennett is going to be in philadelphia now and like i said the the defense that they had which was already fucking dominant last year that just won them the super bowl yeah because the eagles just won the super bowl then so michael bennett going to the super bowl and i don't get it because when you Michael Bennett is arguably the most disruptive field player on the Seahawks. I would, right? Yeah, period. Why would you allow him to go anywhere? Because the exact same thing will happen to you when you play them, right? Why would you allow him to go to any other team when he's the most disruptive player on your team for, for like, for, I don't mean within the team, I mean for other people, like, on the field. Like, he's dis... He causes problems. I, I mean... During play. I yeah. mean, he disrupts the play. Like, he fucks up the quarterback. Like, he... You know what I'm saying? Like, he breaks plays. Is what I mean by yeah. disruptive. And so, I just... I, I don't, don't know how many good, good plays I watched have a yellow flag fly up. Because Michael Bennett did something stupid. No. And I... When I say disruptive, I mean in a good way. Oh, I'm talking about... I mean, like, act- disruptive. Because well, yeah, he does have yes. a he, lot of He skill. certainly... He does. He does have a lot of flags. I will certainly A lot of flags. That. So a I, lot of penalties. Yeah, that's where I was. But thinking. I mean, yeah, no, no, no. You, well, and that's sure. not a that is not a an unfair way to take that. Yeah, right. That's certainly correct. <laughs> but no, 
I mean in an aggressive type of way yeah. where he, he definitely gets has a lot, lot of, of fucking sacks. He gets sure. a lot of tackles. Like there, there's a oh, yeah. lot of skill coming out of there. You know. He, yes. And he That's is why, arguably yeah. the most aggressive player coming off the line on that team. And yeah. I don't know why you would let him go anywhere else. You know. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know why you would let that go anywhere. Else. And see, that's not that's so hard about football. It's so frustrating when all these trades are going on. You never you never really find out why a lot of this stuff's happening. Like I want to hear I want to hear like negotiations. Like I want to be I want to just sit there and just observe. I don't want to say anything. That's fine. I want to sit there. I just want to listen because it's got to be yeah. super interesting. Yeah. Because otherwise, yeah, we're just going. Well, why would you do that strategically? That's stupid. Right. Said, well, there's. There's a reason. I don't know what it is, but somebody had a reason. So, so Michael Bennett yeah, will be in the Eagles uniform next year. Ugh, uh, the next thing after that is also Seahawks related. Uh, two corners, two corners got released from the Seahawks: Richard Sherman Ouch. and Jeremy Lane. Right, one that we're definitely more upset about than the other one. Right? Yeah, a little bit. Richard Sherman. So the deal with Richard Sherman, right? It's the same deal with everybody else. Is that we don't have enough money. To keep pay him, him right? Yep. So I guess the idea is that they released Richard Sherman on Friday, okay, and they're going to allow him to test his value in the free agency. If he can go somewhere for the same amount of money or more money, then let him do that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, and if he can't, then they said that they would be willing to re-sign him for less money. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which Man. is dope because I would love to think that Richard Sherman will come back here for less money, but it doesn't make fucking fiscal sense for you to take less money. No. When you are, he was number one dog. Dude, I don't know. He's, he is, he's the number one corner in the league. Like still? that is, yes. Still is. That dope. is the case. Dope. I missed basically all of last season. So I that is the case. Yeah. That well, is good. absolutely the case. I will find the fucking stats right now while we're talking about it because that is 100% still the case. And you know, Richard I Sherman. totally, it's you know you could say that's me and not just because it's you but like anybody could say that to me and be like oh yeah yeah that's probably a pretty good possibility yeah but I don't know man I I have a problem with that because it's kind of kind of like screws with my loyalty meter I'm like so I mean you guys are multi-million you guys make multi-million dollars a year a lot of money yeah and I understand that there's a big CTE problem now and big health concerns and all this but I mean, you're making a lot of money, okay? Yeah. You're, you have access to health care that a lot of people can't even fathom. But you still make the choice to play. Um, but, like, I don't know. I kind of feel like I miss loyalty. Yeah. Like, I want, I want franchise players to stay there forever for that generation. And it's like, okay, well, you know, our team's probably going to suck now for a while until, like, the state – you know, the city or wherever the area is kind of turns on me. It's like, well, we don't want that anymore. You know, you're a bum. Get out of here. Then the team feels pressure to, you know, to change him. But I don't know. Performance and popularity, I think, is, is would be dope. And I think we should just – you guys make enough money, bro. I'm sorry. You know, you yeah. don't need to be holding out for somebody. You should have more loyalty to your team than, you know, well, if I can go make an extra $5 million over here, dude, no. Just – Come on, buddy. You know, if somebody else wants to offer you more money because of your skill, that's one thing. But it's if the team goes, "Hey, man, we we got to drop you down a few mil." Okay, that's fine. It's like, I don't know, with that much money, it bothers me yeah. that like that's always the case of why people get traded. 
not well, always, but like his very contract popular. isn't over. Like he, he, they just they can't afford to sign new people and keep him where he's at right now. And so it's not like he's asking for more money. They can't afford to keep him at his current rate. Yeah. So the numbers that I have you right since 2011, right? Okay. So keep in mind it's 2018 right now. We're going into the 2018 2019 season. Right. Wow. He's got 32 interceptions, which is number one in the league. Right. Ooh. He's got 99 passes defended, which is number one in the league. He has 47.4 completion percentage allowed, which is number one in the league. He has a 50.9 passer rating allowed, which is first in the league. And that is with a minimum 300 targets in his coverage. And I would argue, because, I mean, with as little knowledge as I have, I would probably still argue that a cornerback... It's probably one of the most valuable players on your team oh, good because God. football is all about passing now. A good corner a cor- that won't yeah. hold, dog, that will not hold, that will still block the fucking pass and make the pick. Yeah. That's and that's what else. Michael Sherman, Richard Sherman does. Why don't I call him Michael Sherman? Let's call him Michael Shermer. Wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um It'll be. I mean, he, I yeah. bet you he's going to have some money thrown at his face. Well, and so now they're talking about him going. Uh, well, not they're talking about, but I've seen discussion of him going to the Chargers, right? And the Chargers have right now like the number two corner in the league, Casey Hayward, mm-hmm. monster. So if they had Casey Hayward and they had Sherman, there's nobody's throwing fucking nothing, nothing. on on the Chargers, dog. That's nobody's great. throwing shit on the Chargers. That's great. And so I don't. I don't know. They, I mean, he also like he also met with the 49ers. So, how fucking dumb are you gonna feel when you get shit on by the 49ers next year because you let Richard Sherman go there? <laughs> yeah. And now, and now, no matter how tiny the receiver you put out there, he's not gonna be fast enough to beat Richard Sherman. No. Paul Richardson's not not beating Richard Sherman. I mean, he is, Tyler Lockett's not re- not the beating stats Richard are Sherman. Clear. Number one. No. And you lost him. So, but. I don't know, man. Why Marcus gotta, Johnson's Why can't he being... just take a little less money and want to stay? Yeah. Well, it's already a negotiated contract. Like that's the like that's what I'm saying. Like this is he's still in this contract, and so they released so that was him part of the contract. I believe. I mean, so it's basically like that. okay, this is how much you're gonna make. Yeah. But like, I guess I mean I would the assume way. they have the option to release you at any time. Yeah. You know, but that's the contract that he's signed into. That's true. So well, hey. Let's hope he gets paid, I guess. Yeah. That's all I can hope for. He seems like a decent dude, so hope he gets paid. Yeah. Could be kind of a loud mouth at times. So but I think overall he's a good person. The uh so moving on, uh the Patriots released Martellus Bennett, who's Michael Bennett's brother, yeah. actually. Um he's a tight end. The Rams traded they have a linebacker named Alec Ogletree, who is an absolute monster. Um and a two thousand and nineteen seventh round pick. To the New York Giants for a 2018 fourth and sixth round pick. So the Giants are getting fourth and sixth round pick this year. And, or uh, no, they traded that to the Rams. Yeah. And the Giants are getting a seventh round pick in 2019. Poor Giants. The Giants well, actually, are, no, Giants are. The Giants are struggling. They're yeah. struggling. There are a lot of people that struggle, man. It's like, there's only like ever. A handful of teams that are like always like, oh yeah, these guys are they're the ones to watch this year, and everyone else is usually struggling. Every now and again, you get like, uh, like the Eagles that came out of nowhere. That was that was amazing. Out of nowhere, it was bro. like uh, back when uh, 
Flacco and the Ravens won the Super Bowl. Yeah. That was dude, I was down in Baltimore when that happened. That was <laughs> insane. That place went off. Nobody's seen that shit coming. No. But every now and again it happens, but Yeah. That's what yeah, like with the Giants like poor little man Eli. Out there. You know, he doesn't get no love. Yeah. But he's got some Super Bowl rings, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. He does. So they're in that they're in that slump. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the Rams also franchise tagged one of their safeties, Lamarcus Joyner. Right, he's he's real good. The Rams had a really good, they had a really good defense last yeah. year. The Rams had a really solid team last year. Um, I can see them making they just, a serious push. Yeah, they just year. moved, right? Yes, they're the L.A. Rams. L.A. Rams. Now. Yeah. So how many teams does California have now? Three. <laughs> uh, the Raiders move next year. They'll be they'll okay. be in in California for one more year, and then yeah, then they're moving to to Las Vegas. Las Vegas Raiders. That's interesting. Yes. Man, that bothers me. I, I meant to do some more research on the uh, the new XFL. Oh, yes. Because that sounds so oh, cool. Oh, my God. It sounds yes. like this time, like they learned some lessons. I was like, all right, maybe we'll bring this in. I'm like, okay. Brock Lesnar tried out for the Vikings once. Yeah? Yes. Played See, in the preseason. Yeah. You can't just be a big dude. You got to have skill, man. It's more than that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot in football. Yeah. That's what's that's what's so captivating about it. It's like even like cuz when we realize now that like every single one of these players for the most part is going to be their life is significantly going to be shorter now yeah. because of CTE. Chronic uh it's like basically chronic, chronic traumatic something. Yeah. It's basically chronic brain trauma. Yeah. Smashing into each other all the time. But like even knowing that there's so many people that get into it, and the level of athletic skill that they have is absolutely astounding. But, yeah, it's it's strange that it's kind of like everybody doesn't care about how dangerous it is. Yeah. You know? Everybody looks at those the multi-million dollar salary goes, well, you know, you're making your own choice, man. That's fine. It's still entertaining as hell. Yeah. Strange. Chronic, traumatic, encephalopathy. There you go. So, yeah, which is, it's, Oops. and it's real. It's, it's pretty tough, man. Yeah. Because it was like 99 players out of 100 tested had it. Yeah. And it's, you know, and then you hear about uh, a lot of like pro wrestlers and a lot of these old shit. NFL people like later in life and like they're, you know, usually like their late 50s, something like that. Something in their brain just kind of tweaks. Yeah. And they go they go off the deep end and lose it and usually end up getting super violent and yeah, real terrible stuff. Yeah. Aside from that, that's why <clears throat> that's why I like the idea of this XFL thing. It looks kind of fun. Looks like uh, WWE football. Yeah. Well, they did it before, yeah. And now they're just bringing it back. Yeah. Um so the Broncos traded their corner, Akeeb Talib. Right, who is Tlaib. also a monster? Akeem yes. Tlaib is a fucking beast, right? Trade him to the Rams, okay, for a 2018 fifth round pick. So, the Rams, the Rams are building shit. They're they're pushing. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Franchise tagging guys. They're they just got Akeem Tlaib. Um, yeah, there's there's a master yeah. master plan going. They just uh, yeah, they're yeah. trying. No, they're, they're trying getting to get, more picks. They're, they're going to try to make a push. They're doing real shit. Yeah. yeah. Um. Ryan Fitzpatrick, right, quarterback. Yeah. Right. He played for Tampa last year and he signed another one year deal with the Buccaneers. Oh, so he's he's gonna stick around for one more year there. They've been um, pretty good, haven't they? 
The, they're all right. I mean, you know, they got Jameis Winston. The Buccaneers. They got Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston's pretty good. I'm an yeah. Oregon fan, so uh, yeah. fuck all y'all. Um, because <laughs> Jameis Winston, he Jameis Winston went number one in the draft, right? The year that him and uh, Mariota went in, and but Mariota won the Heisman because um, he's a monster. He's a beast. Um, and so. The Titans are doing really good. They released DeMarco Murray. They cut DeMarco Murray. Oh, okay. Um, and so that's interesting. He had a tough year last year. It was like super up and down. The year before, he did really great. Um, yeah, I used last to have him was, on my fantasy yeah, a couple years ago. Last year, he was really up and down. Um, yeah, so the Buccaneers, they signed another one-year deal with Ryan Fitzpatrick. They also signed Mike Evans, okay. right, to another five-year deal, $82.5 million. dollars. Oh. He's like the number two receiver in the league. That's why you don't He's see people up in arms about CTE. Because yeah. you're getting paid $82 million, bro. 82 and a For half. five years. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see ex- I didn't see how much is guaranteed, but 82 and a half is how much the contract is for, Ugh. which is nasty, bro. Because you divide that. Because how does that work? Do they get paid like there's per a, game? There's a certain amount guaranteed. Yeah, and I think you get paid every week um, like during the season yeah. um and so it's you know just during direct, the season you get a you're check or is paid, that uh direct checks yeah um, <laughs> and well i you guess you could have it check. either way yeah um so that's how they're doing it during the season um and then i so i think you get paid just during the season and then but you might get paid all year i don't know exactly how that that's works. so crazy um so that's so much money yeah 82 and a half so i'm not sure exactly how much is guaranteed but you know so it's probably like 65 or something like that that's mm. guaranteed um, and then the rest of it is incentives for if they get to the playoffs or they get a Super Bowl if he gets a certain amount of yards or yeah. a certain amount of touchdowns you it's know it's always those perks and yeah 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 with with bigger people like with a lot of linemen or people that are just out of shape you know like the Seahawks did it with Eddie Lacy last year mm-hmm. right that we'll we'll pay you this much but we'll pay you more money if you lose this much weight and if you lose this much weight we'll pay you more you know and so there's shit like that built into people's contracts that if we feel like Man. you're out of shape we'll pay you more money to get your shit together i wish somebody would pay me to lose weight so yeah That'd so that's dope. a real thing i don't remember exactly how much eddie lacy got like but he got a couple hundred thousand dollars for losing weight yeah uh, i was like dude i'm doing it right now like yeah. just on my own yeah Yes, I'll take a thousand dollars. Yeah, if you guys want to pay me a thousand bucks for losing weight, that's cool. I'll do that. Um, <laughs> so the Buffalo Bills, oh, the poor right? Bills, they signed running back Chris Ivory to a two-year deal. Chris Ivory played for the Jags last year, um, and then I think he played for the Jets the year before that. Those are two just uh, outstanding teams, Don. Yes. Well, the Jags were really, really good last year, surprisingly. Oh, for real? Yes. Um, they got a new running back, Leonard Fournette. I believe he was out of LSU, and he is, oh, my God, absurd. It's absurd. Yeah. yeah. No, they, were in, they were in the playoffs last year. Jags. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, it's real that, shit. Man, I missed that? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, no, it's real shit. The, the Jags, Jags, the Jags the were real last wow. year. Yeah, they signed Blake Bortles to a contract. We talked about that last time. Not very much money because he's dog shit. Yeah, but, but dude's got uh, a contract. But he's got he's got a contract. I'll take so, it. So, yeah. So the Bills signed Chris Ivory to a two year deal. The other team, and this is going to surprise the fuck out of you, right? Okay. The other team that made major crazy ass nasty moves yesterday, the Browns. <laughs> surprise the Cleveland. Everyone. Browns, right? I would love so for them to do something. They traded for, and I don't have a lot of like extra details about this, right? But they traded for Jarvis Landry, 
And Jarvis Landry is like he's a top, certainly top ten wide receiver coming out of Miami. Yeah. Um, that they that they just traded for. So they hmm. have. So they have Miami a new wide to Buffalo, right? That yep. poor bastard. Yes. Um, they also just traded for a new quarterback, Tyrod Taylor, from from the Bills. So they got Tyrod Taylor, right? So they got a new quarterback. They got a new wide receiver. They also traded for a new defensive tackle, right? Or they traded their defensive tackle to the Patriots. Um, and then they also traded their current quarterback, Deshaun Kaiser, to Green Bay for a new corner, Demarius Randall. And the only thing that was really good about the Browns last year was their defense, right? So they're stacking up their defense a little bit more. They're kind of padding their offense a little bit, getting another wide receiver out there. They had Josh Gordon last year. They had some shit that like actually was kind of working a little bit on offense, nice. right? So they're really trying to they're bringing in they're also bit. making a push to not have only two wins or whatever the fuck they had last year because yeah. they were dog shit. The Browns are always rough, man. Yep. So that and then uh. The Browns are always tough, and I feel like the Bengals don't get a lot of love neither. The Bengals have a rough time. Yeah. You know, the Bengals have a rough, got a rough go of it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the Browns made some pretty, some extensive moves yesterday. Um, and just this week, I mean, that was a lot of shit. You know, this week, there's been a lot of fucking moves yeah. going on. Well, this it's, is the time, right? It's, it's like the right time. It's the... free agency. Yeah. yeah, the combine just happened, so people are starting to get better ideas of who they want to take, you know, when they're going to take them. Um, excuse me, the draft is coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what days. I, we went over that last week. Um, but So there's, there's some real shit that's going on in the NFL. I'm sure that that's going to continue big, big moves. for the next couple of weeks. It's NFL's tough, man, because it happens doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, but like every couple of years, every few years. Yeah, there seems to be like a year where there's like a lot of moves going on, and it just it's interesting to watch people just like bounce around. Right. You know, like I remember when Jimmy Graham came to the Seahawks. That was such a like. I read that and I was like, "What?" And they're There's not going to no and they're not going to re-sign him. They're not going to re-sign Jimmy Graham, so somebody else is going to is going to pick up Jimmy. Yeah. Poor Jimmy. Man. Yeah. That's my boy. The Hawks are falling apart. Uh, yeah, that's that's what we do. Yeah. I'm just glad we got that one. So, we got it, baby. Did you years in the playoffs? That's, that's all I have for sports. Um, did you did you watch any movies or anything this week? <laughs> yeah. I did watch a movie. I'm trying to remember what it is now. It was, it was surprisingly good. I remember what it was now. I actually highly enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Arrival. Oh. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? No. But I know heard, what you're talking about. Man, because I'm a huge sci-fi dude. Yes. I love sci-fi movies. I saw that. I was like, oh, dope. I want to see that. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, dude, that movie is terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. That's what I heard. Terrible. I loved that movie. Yep. Well, Jordan and I decided a long time ago you like terrible movies. So I do. I do. <laughs> I like a lot. You know what's funny? Uh, yeah. Sure, that's what she's thinking as you're telling yeah. us this. Is we're not going to watch that movie. <laughs> that movie, I, I think, because I don't know. I didn't know what I expected out of it. I kind of expected like aliens, right? An alien movie. Yeah. But it's not. Kind of not really like it is, but it's not. It's like inter. I don't know. I don't want to get into it, but it's. I really enjoyed it for what it was. Word. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I didn't. I didn't like. Uh, like in the realm of, you know, those kind of like 
what the F movies. Yeah. Um, what is that one with uh, Ellen Page? Uh, Juno? No, not Juno. Movie. Inception? She's in Inception, right? She is in Inception. Okay, yeah. I've never seen it. Actually, <laughs> You've never seen it? No, actually, well, I don't want to say that. I don't think. I've seen it one time. <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> How many times have you really seen it, Colin? I've seen it one time. <laughs> I've seen it one time. I saw it, and I just... I, saw, I mean, it was a cool movie. I just... Yeah. I heard everybody like think it's like the greatest movie in the world. And I'm like, eh, not really, man. No. Like, it's all right. It it Shutter Island was good. <laughs> that, that's totally different. I don't know. I don't want to get on movies right so now. So the book is better. The book is... Well, the book's that's always better. The book is always better. It's like... The Lord of the Rings movies versus the books, dude, and it's like even at the like the extended length of they did the or with the Lord of the Rings movies, they're like three and a half hours or something like that. Yeah, like that's still like each movie would have had to been like five hours long to Some really search. do the books justice. But but there's a there's only one, and actually, just since we're talking about movies, real quick, uh, there's one movie slash TV show. That I think really did a book justice, and that was, uh, or it is, I think they just got uh, greenlit for a third season. The sci-fi show The Expanse, mm-hmm. based off of a book series. Uh, the Expanse, in my mind, I love that show. It's really good. It's so good, and they follow the books pretty well, you know, as well as you can. I think they do, they do it justice, you know, because it's hard to do it right, but yeah. they do it pretty well. I highly recommend those, but Word. it's tough, man. I don't have a lot of time. I know there's a lot of movies I want to see. I want to see Black Panther for sure. <sighs> Me man, too. I've heard so many good things about it. but I just wasn't sure how long I should wait to go and see it so as to not offend other black people. Yeah, right. <laughs> not other black people because I'm not black, so I shouldn't say that. Word. Anyway, but also, that's a joke. Go and see joke. whatever fucking movie you want. Yeah. That was, that was a... It was a dumb social media thing that somebody so tweeted stupid. out there, and so everybody has to make fun of it. Yeah, it's that's all. Insane. That's all that that is. Just yeah. some some SJW bullshit. Yeah. We watched this week. We watched the movie Mute, oh. which is a Netflix movie that has Eric Skarsgård in it. Have you ever seen Eric Skarsgård or Alex? Oh, Alex. Skarsgård? Oh, that yeah, that's his name. That's his name in True Blood. Is Eric? Oh, right? so um, Word. right. That's it. True Blood. Yeah. My wife watches that show. True it's, Blood? Yeah. I watched like the first season with her and I fell off. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. It's, it's tough. It's moved, you know how you're allowed like a one, you know? Like if you run into any celebrity. Oh, yeah. You get like a one. This is the first that's time George I'm here. One. I'm here to that. But <laughs> apparently that's it. So I, um, My one is like a revolving door, so it works out. <laughs> so that way, like whatever my... My hot crushes at the time. Yeah. It's just a win. I just have to periodically This is it. Update. This is the one. Yeah. That's like, funny. Yeah, right now it's yeah. Anna Kendrick. So, <laughs> so we watched that. That was pretty good. We also been watching Westwood. Oh, yeah. I heard that's so good. It's man. pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. I like that actor, too. That real gruff, gravelly voice, dude. Yeah. Uh, he's in uh, the show Showtime did about uh, the book, uh, based on the book American Gods by Neil Gaiman. Oh, dude, that's dark. That is so good, but so dark. Yeah. 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 So that's what we've been watching. Word. Um, I've been listening to some motherfucking. Uh, so this is it. That's this is it. We're winding down. Yeah. So everybody knows it. this is how it works. That's the last of it. So, music I've been listening to this week fucking 
Wu Tang Clan. Oh, um, because of the yeah. thing. Um, no, because dude? Um, yeah. no, because I was listening to Tell Him Steve Dave earlier this week, and then mm-hmm. we were talking about a group called Grave Diggers. Oh, right. Who like Method Man was in there, and controversial as it may be, right? They put out their first album, and in America it was called Six Feet Deep, I think. Oh, but in the rest of the world it was called Nigga Mortis. Oh. And so only in America, only in America was it not called that. Wow. And I thought that was really interesting. That so, is very interesting. So I started listening to Wu-Tang again. And then, oh my God, that shit Good goes stuff. so hard. I fucking love Wu-Tang. I listen to Wu-Tang, I listen to Action Bronson this week, because God damn it, do I love Action Bronson. Dude, my cousin um, loves Action Bronson. Oh. He likes to talk. I can't wait to have him on, dude. He would be, you would love him. The song Terry, bro. Oh my God. If you, so, have, if you haven't listened to Terry by Action Bronson, you have to listen to Terry by Action Bronson. So, real quick before we yes. get because I'm going to talk to you about some music I've been listening Tell to. Tell me. Uh, but, side, we just have one side detail. Tell me. I had this this story kind of ready about this guy, uh, again, from uh, Philip DeFranco show. It covered it real well. Yes. A dude named uh, Martin Screel. Yes. That screwed this everybody over. Shit. Yeah. Huge. We could prison, talk about that a different prison. day. But he got sentenced to jail for a bunch of securities fraud seven stuff. Seven years, and, right? Yeah. And he had to forfeit as part of this thing his one of a kind Wu Tang oh, Clan yes, album. Oh yes, Wu Tang album. Yeah, that's what I thought yes. you were talking about. Oh, it. I forgot all about that. Oh that my god, he had the gold Wu Tang. He had the gold Wu Tang, and he had some other special Lil Wayne album. He had to forfeit. Ben Shapiro asked about it. He did, and I just thought I was just so. It was so the good. golden Wu Tang. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah, I just yeah. That's why when you said Wu Tang, I was like, oh, is that because yeah. of the dude? But, oh man. So, that may have been what put it in my head. That's was and that's interesting because Cause I watched that also because I got the music that I've been listening to all week from Stephen Crowder because I started to watch. Oh, right. I started to listen to Stephen Crowder again, and he he like in between his little segments. Yeah, they have this kind of cool techno-y type of dance mashup music thing, and they do a little dance thing. Well, I found out who makes that music, and it's this dude by the name Pogo. Pogo. P-O-G-O. And, man, he's got this song. I wish we could play it. I feel like I got to do the research on what we can and can't play. Like, how long and all that. But yeah. this dude, he, make, the... he makes these cool songs with, like, mashing up little, I don't know, little pieces. You got to send like, people emails and ask them, listen, we word. got a podcast with no listeners. Do you mind if I play this shit? Yeah. Because this, oh, man. But he did this mashup song, and the lyrics that run through it. It's kind of like you ever seen one of those bad lip sync videos? Yeah. It's kind of like that, except it's just music. It's not a music <laughs> video. But he cut up like a bunch of like Trump's campaign speeches yeah. and rallies and all this stuff. Yeah. And made that into a song. And it is it's legit a dope song. It's like, <laughs> oh man, why can't Trump Dog Millionaire just talk like that all the time? Let me see dope. But other than that, it's just a lot of cool like instrumental kind of really upbeat. Yeah. But still kind of lo fi chill. It's like if you don't want to be super chill, you want daytime chill. It's man, it's money. I listen right. all the way over here too. It's Word. good stuff. That's funny. But that's yeah, I've been trapped in that cycle. So that's it. So I think that's it. That's man. it. That's all the stuff. That's yeah. everything. Yeah. Did you watch anything else this week? No, just dude. Philip DeFranco and shit like that. That's all I do. Man. That's that it. Rooster teeth. My eyes. Rooster Bernie, teeth. Bernie Burns. That's it. So so that's it. We're at the end. Episode four. Saturday, March tenth. It's four forty now. I have so, a feeling. It's really funny. I have a feeling it's going to be like the first legit episode. Because this I, thing is strong. They're, this, we're good. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. So, all right. Peace this, out, everybody. Yep, this is it. Until we'll next, next week. Absolutely. Stay strong. Bye, Felicia.